your message? Why are you here? What are you protesting for? I'm just asking what you're protesting for. On the 10th of June 2018, at the annual Al-Quds Day rally in London, James Goddard, a right-wing activist, approached Sheikh Jafar Ladakh, a Muslim cleric. As part of the counter-protest by right-wing and Zionist activists, James challenged Sheikh Jafar on his views about Israel and Palestine live on Facebook to almost half a million viewers. This is what happened. We're talking about religion here. We're talking but it's about crucial, occupying isn't it? people, and we're talking about genocide, and we're talking about an apartheid state. Do you understand what an apartheid, apartheid state is? Apartheid state. They said you, that you, about you, South Africa. If, if you look at what Hamas are doing to to innocent no, no, Israelis no, 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 the at the minute, it wasn't an apartheid state. Yeah, but Do you know it, what an apartheid state apartheid is? state where, where one where race is or on one religion one side is and preferred. One side is on the other. Yeah. That exists in the illegal state of Israel and the occupied lands. That is not humanitarian. That is illegal. Therefore, we are going to protest that. Can you tell me why you're not coming to protest that as well? Because I support Israel. Yeah, but you oh, also support no, genocide but I, no, and... No, but I don't support, support Hamas. I don't support no, terrorism. No, we're not talking about Hamas. No, but, it's, but, but, but who's in power? No, because Hamas. it's crucial, because Hamas oh, are in control of the Palestinian government. After the short encounter, they both exchanged contact details and decided it was time to talk. Both James and Sheikh Jaffa agreed to sit down and have an in-depth discussion focusing on a few key areas. The Israel-Palestine conflict, is Islam inherently violent, the rise of the right-wing movement, and finally immigration and Islamophobia. What you are about to see is the full debate which was streamed around the world to almost 100,000 people live on Facebook. My name is James Goddard. Um, I first met Jaffa on our Quds Day at Green Park Tube Station. Um, we had an interesting discussion about Israel, Palestine, and about oppression as well, really. Um, just before I start, I did want to just bring this up with you, Jaffa. You did say it's time to take on the far right and fascism. I just want you to describe how I'm far right and how I'm a fascist, because I've looked in the definition of fascist, and I'm most certainly not a fascist, and I'm most certainly not far right either. Sure. So you want me to do that now? Or yeah, I just, want to you, I just want you to let me know how I'm a fascist and why I'm far right. So uh, you sent me a message last night asking yeah. if I was calling you a fascist. Yeah. And I said I wasn't calling you a fascist. Okay. I said that the title is, it's time to take on the far right and time to take on fascism. The views that are being espoused about anti-immigration, anti-Islam, calling it an ideology, mm -hmm. calling it violent, these are far right sentiments. I don't think anyone can deny that the ideas that are being portrayed against Islam and uh, against immigrants are not far-right positions. That's generally accepted even in the mainstream media and um, that leads on to areas of fascism. So I don't know what you've got as your definition of fascism, but fascism, amongst various qualities and characteristics of fascism, includes things like blaming a group of people, a minority of people, or blaming the whole of people for a minority of people and oppressing and suppressing a whole yeah. group of people based on a, a minority's actions. So when you talk about uh, Islam being violent or Islam is an ideology or your, your anti-immigrant stance, this is what the classical definition of fascism was since the 1930s. So I don't think you personally are a fascist and I certainly don't think your friends are fascist, but I do say that the ideals that you espouse are definitely right-wing and can open the door to fascism. Now that's something I want to talk through with you this evening and explore okay. whether your views really are fascist or otherwise, because 
when it comes to things like Tommy Robinson, Tommy's movement is a fascist movement. So if you're representing Tommy, I'm going to suggest Tommy is fascist. Right, let me just say one and thing. I want to clarify whether you uphold everything that he stands for and what's been going on in the demonstrations around his support. Okay. So that's why I want to clarify uh, firstly, with you in the discussion. let me just clarify this. I support Tommy, but under no way do I speak for him. If you want to, if you want to have a chat with Tommy and you want to discuss everything with Tommy, then give him a call, get in touch with him, I'm sure but you've he'll be very happy. you've also been doing pro-Tommy rallies, free Tommy rallies. Yep. So you don't represent him, no. but you do support what he stands for. Of course I support the, what he stands yeah, for, so like I'm, the majority of working-class right, so people in this country. So I'm saying Tommy stands for fascism and definitely far-right sentiment. He's not far-right. Okay, so that's what we'll come to. Okay, that's yeah. what we'll come to, all right? The goals from my perspective of this are twofold. One, I think that maybe we misunderstand some things about each other. And I think mm -hmm. that needs to be clarified. I imagine a lot of people who support your uh, movement have a lot of misunderstandings about Islam. So I want you to ask any question, put forth any worry that you have, and me as someone who's minimally trained in Islam will be able to respond to you, number one. Number two, by the end of the discussion, if there are points that I have proven to you, then I want you to take those away, reflect on those, same as your audience, and not use them again. If I've proved something, then you can't go on, you know, in your demos or speaking negatively on that. I think, and this is my opinion, that you are being used by a very powerful, radical, extremist movement. You don't know it, but you're the forefront of it. And those people who are funding that very big movement from the United States across Europe, it's a very worrying movement. And since the 1930s, it's been there. It's ended in violence. Millions, hundreds of millions have died from far-right extremism. So by the end of this conversation, I want to be able to ideally touch the minds of people so that you and I can become a little bit closer yeah. in the hope that we understand each other better. Just what you said about people have died um, from the 1930s onwards due to fascism. 270 million people have lost their lives because of Islam. 270 to, million people. When, when you give me a stat, I'm going to ask you to prove that. So okay, have I'll have to go online and go and get it all. But if we want to talk, okay, you've obviously, come no, debate we, and you're going to, if you're going to bring a stat like that, uh, but if you're going to you bring a stat go like online, that, you can go online. You can go anywhere. Look at the deaths of. Okay, let's look at what happened in Iraq. Let's look at what happened in Syria. Okay, when Islam, well, we're going off topic now, aren't we? Because we were supposed yeah, to so start with Islamophobia. I, I, I but like I just to want to say that I don't, that you, I'm not representing anyone here today but myself. This is James Goddard giving you my opinions on what I believe. Well, we're having a discussion, we're going to discuss it. So if we want to go into Islamophobia, obviously it's the fear or hatred of Muslims or the Islamic religion in general when they're seen as a geopolitical force or the source of terrorism. But in my personal opinion, it's not irrational to fear a belief system, political ideology that does advocate for your death. If we look at what's going on, I'm going to refer to um, we'll refer recently um, Islamic terror attacks that have taken place, not, not necessarily Shiite attacks, but certainly Sunni attacks. We've got France, two injured, but that was on the 17th of June. Belgium, 29th of May. Paris again, one dead, four injured. Holland, St. Petersburg, Paris, Flensburg, Vienna, Sandviken, Berlin, St. Petersburg, Birmingham, London, London Bridge, Barcelona, you know, Manchester. So uh, for me, to see what's going on in this country, and to see the effects that Islam as a whole, now you can define it either as Islamism 
or Islam? What, as a, as a Muslim yourself, what is the difference between, let's say, radical Islam and Islam? Is there a difference or is there only one Islam and these people are carrying out these atrocities in the name of religion? Because the majority of the attacks that happen, they do scream Allah Akbar, they do scream this is for Allah. I'm not saying it's all Muslims, but there must be an inherent problem with this belief system if people are willing to kill other people in the name of religion. Thank you very much for bringing this up as a starting point. Okay, so there's a number of questions in there, so I hope I answer all of them. Yep. And if I missed one, then just remind me, no we can problem. circle back to it. So you asked about, is there a difference between radical Islam and Islam? Yeah. So these are terms that are being created by the media in order to be able to portray it. So sometimes you've got Islamism, Islamist, and all these different terms. In the reality, Islam is one. Islam is a religion yep. that we believe is revealed um, from God, in the same way in which Judaism, Christianity has been revealed from God. So when it comes to religion, or when it comes to Islam as a religion, it cannot be violent in its essence, or there's no point in us saying it is violent in its essence, because the purpose of religion is to help man to be able to achieve the fullness of their potential. So Islam seeks to be able to do that. So if it is inherently violent, yeah. then how does the religion aid in man in achieving the fullness of their potential? For example, I represent, in this sitting, I'm representing Islam. Do you feel threatened by me in any way? I don't feel threatened by you. I probably feel threatened by the thousands of people that are going to watch this due to the threats that I've had against me for speaking out about the so belief system. So do you system. think that I've not had threats? from the opposite side. So do I then say that British people, native British people are inherently violent because I've received threats? Do I, do I then say Britain is inherently violent because it conquered half of the world? So the same could be said about Islam. Look at the rise of Muhammad. So, so, you conquered, so, so that, you did more in 25 years than the Romans did in 300 years. Look at North Africa, three separate dark ages, the Byzantine Empire, Europe and North Africa. So there's, there's obviously going to be, with every civilization, there's going to be good points, there's going to be negative points. But this is relevant to what's going on at the minute because you are seeing the Islamization of Great Britain. The spread Britain. of Islam by the Prophet Muhammad, peace and blessings be upon him and his family, under his period of 23 years. Yep. Have you researched by historians what their opinion is as to the number of people killed in total in their battles? Sorry, say that again. So the number of people killed by what, when yeah. Muhammad yeah. was alive? So Muhammad in his 23 years... So, after, so after Muhammad... Not after. No, 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 no but I'm no, saying after the, Muhammad. Well, I'd have to go back and look for that. But after Muhammad, it spread even further and it spread through the sword. I, I can't um, speak on behalf of what happened after the Prophet. I'm sorry, we're talking about Islam in its real okay, sense. So yeah, when, wait, wait, let me, I'm asking yeah. a question and I want you to understand where I'm going with it. The Prophet had 23 years. He spread Islam across the entirety of Arabia. It was going all the way into Syria, going into North Africa and so on and so forth. In his 23 years, how many people were killed by his, his movement, you know, those people yeah, yeah. against him? A total of 100 people. Total of 100. 100 so when people. he was peaceful, so when, no, he, when he was peaceful, he was peaceful. But no, but he was but peaceful at the start. Started a war against no, him. No, but he was peaceful. He, he was himself. peaceful at the start, wasn't he? He was peaceful at the start, and then the, the religion changed, and it turned into a more violent religion. He then con the conquest of Mecca. They took over Mecca. Okay. Brilliant. How many people died in the conquest of Mecca? I'm not entirely sure. Zero. Zero, Zero. people. So Zero. they all so they all submitted peacefully. I'm not, I'm not saying this is my opinion. I'm saying I'm saying to go to go to Wikipedia now and read the number of people that died in the conquest of a city. Now, when Britain conquers the world, it kills 
hundreds of millions of people. How many people did you kill? Not you. How many people did Britain kill just in India? 30, 40 million? But was the it? same could in be just, said about every Islamic empire. Look no, at the no, Ottoman Empire. But no, but I'm but no, but you're but you're you're, you're you're trying to break you're trying to say about Britain how we're bad and how we've murdered so people. I'm saying is it inherent? My question to you was is Islam inherently violent? To and me in the it is. tenure of the Prophet, in the time of the Prophet, in twenty three years, one hundred people died in battle against the Prophet. How does that seem to be at a time when they're pagans and they're violent by their nature? These people yeah. are, are, are pagan, radical, violent. They actually are chivalrous people. They live and die on the sword. And the Prophet reduces 23 years worth of religious expansion yeah. and 100 people die. And in the conquest of Makkah, not a single person dies. So they so all just, you, they so all just submitted a free will to Islam. He, he surrounded the city. Yeah, and he late. gave them safe havens, okay. said whoever wants to convert, convert, whoever doesn't, doesn't. And if you go to these specific places, you're safe. You don't have to convert to Islam. And the city was conquered with tens of thousands of people. So if you're saying to me Islam is inherently violent, yeah. you have to prove that. You have, so what about, the 600, what, what about the 600 Jews that he murdered in one day, that he beheaded? You're referring to an incident in history and I'd ask you to review your understanding of it. The Jews and the Christians and the Muslims lived in the city of Medina and they yep. had a compact that they would work together. The Jews of Medina worked in secret with the pagans of Mecca to overthrow. When it was figured that that was taking place, Prophet captured those people and said, how would you like to be judged? By Islamic laws or by your own Judaic laws? They said, judge us by our Judaic laws. Okay. Their Judaic laws said that treason... Yeah, it's punishable, it's by, punishable death. by death. But it's still well, more it, than 100 people it, that it, were killed, though, because he's beheaded 600. Yeah. Is treason punishable by, by death? Yeah, so is and it, it should be. But it's that what? So, but, that's what, that's but treason, treason is how you deal. But it's how you deal with these people. Look, when you're saying treason, it, treason is acceptable against terrorists. Had, had, it's against, they, had they asked the Prophet to judge them by Islam, all 600 of them would have been let go. You know why? Because he himself in the Quran is given the title Rahmatul Alameen, mercy to the whole of the universe. How can you be yourself calling yourself a mercy to the whole of the universe? And as I told you on Al Quds Day, the Jews and the Christians are considered heaven bound. Just but they like won't. Muslims. They won't go to heaven though, because you believe they'll go to the hellfire yeah, because they don't a believe. Sin, then you might no, go but to the hellfire first. But, and then... but they're not Muslim, are they? Because they don't believe in Islam. So according to. to Muslims, they will go to hell because no. they don't Shall believe. Shall I show you the verse of Quran to show you that? Please. They, yeah. Because I brought the Qur'ans with me, and I even have one here if you'd like to read it yourself later on. But I'll show you, and you can read it out for, your, for yourself. And you tell me uh, whether Jews and Christians are going to heaven or not. Okay? Here, verse 62. Read it out loud. To, uh, uh, read it out loud. Surely those who believe, and those who are Jews, and the Christians, and the Sabians, whoever believes in Allah in the last day... Uh, and does good, they shall have their reward from the Lord, and there is no fear for them, nor shall they grieve. And when we took a prophet, when we took a promise from you and lifted the mountain over you, take hold That's of the law. That's now about the history of the Jews. That okay. first verse. So, but, so the Quran says, the Quran says that the Jews and Christians are going to heaven, so long as they believe in God, so long as they believe in the day of judgment and do good deeds. There's, listen, James, okay. very important. The yeah. verse doesn't say you are compelled to believe in the Prophet Muhammad. You just read that yourself. Yeah. So how can Firstly, I be anti-Christian or anti-Jew or want Jews and Christians to be going to hell or to be killed if the Qur'an itself says that they're going to heaven, one. Number two, had they been judged by the Qur'an, they would have been given freedom 
and a warning. Yeah. Don't do this again. But because they chose to follow the Old Testament laws against them, yeah. they had to be killed because that's what their own school of thought said. So Islam isn't violent. It's, I'm saying, I'm understanding, I'm agreeing with you. There are violent Muslims. There's and a lot we're on of the same Muslims. side. The same fears that you have about certain ideologies, I have. But you, you, you're thinking Islam is inherently violent. I'm saying to you, certain sects of Islam. So, what, become, what sects would they be? Would they be with the Wahhabis, the Salafists, the, the Saudis, the Sunnis? And the Salafists, the Wahhabi Saudis that are being funded by Britain, by America, as you know. Who's put in power? Them. By which government? Well, the House of Saud that was yeah. put in power. But our government have sold. Yeah, but our government have sold us out. Yeah, but they've sold us out to this I agree. ideology. So, me and you should be on the same side. Instead of you thinking and your friends thinking, Islam is inherently violent. I'm saying to you, why would I, an intelligent human being, yeah. follow a religion that is inherently violent? Yeah, number one. Okay. The, the Quran is saying that the Jews and the Christians are going to heaven just like the Muslims are. The Prophet himself, in all of his battles in 23 years, there was only 100 killed and, and in all the other discussions. If you and I want to face up to violent versions of Islam, yeah. we should be on the same side, marching together. So why don't you ever come to our marches then? Why don't you come and support us? Well, because from my perspective, you're anti-Islam. And I'm saying to you, you should be anti-Saudi, anti-Wahhabi. When you shift, and all of your friends, I'm not talking these specifics, I'm talking your friends online, understand and awaken that your government is the ones that are funding and keeping alive violent Islam. And the moment you turn against Saudi Arabia, God is my witness. I'll be on your side. The first person walking 210 Downing Street, number one. Number yeah. two, three months ago, who came to, to number 10 Downing Street? Uh, Mohammed bin Salman. Thank you very much. And who is he? The crown he's the, yeah, he's the dictator the of Saudi Arabia. Right. Where were you? Where huh? I was there. Were you were there? You? No, I wasn't there. No, I didn't need to go there. What do you mean? You're against, huh? you're against violent Islam and you're saying, why, why aren't I marching with you? And I'm saying, because you believe at the moment, Islam inherently is violent. No, I see the so effects. So I can't be with, on I, your side. No, no, it's but fine, saying, but I see the side? effects. I see the country. I see the Islamization of this country. I see children there up is, and down this country. No, 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 but there is an Islamization of this country. There's over, there's over, two, there's over 2,000 mosques in this country that shouldn't be here. 2,000 mosques. There's children being raped by Pakistani Muslim grooming gangs. Not you by Pakistani Muslim grooming gangs. We'll There's the Islamic terror attacks all across Europe. There's the invasion of the third world migrants. And then you've got people coming over from Syria so as well. why you and all of your thousands of friends standing against Theresa May? We are against Theresa May. Let me finish the sentence. When Mohammed bin Salman came, where were you? I was probably at work. Okay, but, you recently. Take, but your uh, whole movement is uh, the, the, the whole movement, of I, Islam. but I don't speak for the whole movement. What I'm saying to you is, you we look at what's going on in this country. We know Theresa May is selling us out to the Saudis, to the Qataris, As to Islam we. in general. But you're Shiite, so obviously you're not going to like the Sunnis anyway. Because well, like, no, there's no problem between Shiites there is, and Sunnis. There is. Look at what Shia happened in Iraq with the Sunnis and Shiites. Hang on, no, no, no. It's important that I clarify that because Shia and Sunni are brothers, sisters, in faith. So why is there so much? So it's, why is there so no, many no, it's problems? The Wahhabi movement. Let, let, let me finish because I don't know how much time we have left on this first discussion. We've got a couple of minutes left. If you're willing to accept Islam is not inherently violent, because you have to prove that, and I'm showing to you it's not, then, then you and I can come closer. So if I go to, so if I go to Riyadh, Islamabad, 
Um, any, any, any Islamic country. Come with me. We'll go and together. I say Muhammad was a violent warlord. Am I coming out in there in one piece? No, I'm going if to be murdered. I don't know why, because that's the Wahhabi ideology. But, but even in any Islamic country, Christians aren't safe. That's not true. People. Can I can I respond? Yeah. And say to you that the people who were massacred in in Iraq and in Egypt, for example. Especially in Iraq and Syria, when ISIS yeah. uh, came, you're out. against ISIS, of though, course. aren't you? But, the same but, but, as we are as well. We're more targeted than you are by ISIS. They want the to Shiites. destroy the Shia. You know that yeah. right? more than more than anyone else. So when you say, you know, why aren't I anti-Wahhabi? It's my neck on the line. I'm the one that goes and lives in Iraq, three miles away, on the same road where bombs happen on a weekly basis. I'm the one putting my neck on the line against Wahhabis but, when I go to Saudi Arabia. But for, then that, for that, Hajj or that goes back to your point. You're saying about bombs going off, which proves Islam is not a religion not, of peace. No, because you... where does this come from? Right, that's a brilliant point. So the rest of us are all living in peace. Yep. Yeah? If you went to other Muslim countries, there's no problems. If you, it's one ideology that's being funded by Saudi Arabia. Okay, and Saudi which we know. Arabia, which is Wahhabism. And yep. Saudi Arabia is being funded by whom? Brit well, we're, we're selling them arms, aren't we? So, Britain. So who's the source of the problem here? So you well Saudi and our government, right. which we need so to bring down ourselves. So me and you are on the same side. You're worried about being killed by Islamic uh, extremists or extremists doing things in the name of Islam. Yeah. I'm worried about exactly the same people, and I'm saying to you, for us to come closer together, it needs for two things. One, for you to appreciate that Islam itself is not inherently violent. Otherwise, I and all my friends here would be trying to kill you right now. But we're not. But you're not going to do that because you're on camera, aren't you? And, you're okay. pro and there's right. Islamic deception silly. as well, that's isn't it? No, but there's Takiyah. Islamic deception, lying for your own political gain. I know what's on, going on. I'm not, wait, no, wait, I'm if not... you're going to make a point, then I need to clarify. You, no, because you keep true. speaking over me. Okay, Every sorry. time I try and say sorry. something, you keep trying to shout me down. No. Okay, All I'm well. saying to you is, we look at what's going on in this country. We know Theresa May. We know the government, the crooked members of the establishment, are making money from selling arms to Saudi. But it, it still doesn't excuse the fact that Muslims, not all Muslims, but Muslims are killing people in Europe for the sake of religion. There's churches that are being attacked in France. You had the priest that had his throat slit. You had a Holocaust survivor that was murdered. What we're seeing from a working class perspective and working class people is we're seeing the invasion and the erosion of our culture, our, well, our history and our traditions. And that scares us. You know, we, we don't... We believe in, like I'm sure, well, I don't know your views on this, but obviously freedom, democracy and the rule of law, whereas Islam, if Islam is successful in taking over, which is what's happening, because it's only going to be a matter of time with the, dem uh, the demographics, how are we going to live in a world where, where, when this country becomes an Islamic republic? Jews and Christians will be treated as dhimmis, so we'll have to pay the jizya, the poll tax, protection money. You know about this. I'm not, you're not a silly man. My worry is that you have learned about Islam from the wrong sources. And I'm really glad that we're having this discussion. And I don't want to shout over you. My worry is, is that if you're making points yep. that I don't think are true, I want to clarify them because some of these points, you've made them and they're very valid from your perspective. But if you're saying things like the jizya tax or dhimmis or... Well, dhimmis are second-class citizens, aren't they? They're the so, ones... Right, so, so, we'll, you, we'll, we'll so in the Islamic theat uh, theocratic state, so you've got Allah, Muhammad, then you've got the teachers of Islam, haven't you? Then you've got the believers, then you've got the Christians and non-believers, and then you've got the kuffar. So we'll be at the bottom. We know, I've, if you look, look at... I, I need to clarify, okay. because, uh, because you've, you've said a number of things. I'm just going to go back one stage, yep. and then we'll come to these particular questions, and then we'll have to move on to the next topic. Yep. But the first thing is, when it comes to, you said, you know, Jews and Christians are being killed, ma ma massacred. First of all, 
when I was trying to explain to you about ISIS in Syria and Iraq, yeah. who was it that mobilized to protect the Christians and the Jews in Iraq and Syria? It was the Muslims, right? In so, Syria? In Syria. Yeah, yeah, yeah? in Syria. So, so ISIS is funded but that was, by... that was wait, a wait, sad, wait, isn't it? That's a sad though, isn't it? That was because Syria was the only state in the Middle East other than Lebanon where you had Christians, you had Muslims living side by side. Iraq has... has Thousands of Christians. How many compared Tens to the overall population? Well, I can't speak on demographics. But what I can say to you is that when ISIS, which is funded by Saudi Arabia, we'll which Obama is funded by America and Britain, who was it? It was the normal indigenous folk, the Muslims, who stood up and went to war with ISIS in order to defeat ISIS, in order to protect the Christians, the Jews and the Yazidis. So you're talking about the Kurds? The Kurds. And the Kurds. Yeah, so the Kurds that stood up. Because one of my friends, he the went Kurds, out to Syria to fight ISIS. Up. Right, but, but the major, Kurds are a very small percentage. Yeah. The majority of people in Iraq and Syria are Muslim. As yeah, well. Sunnis and Shiites. It was the Muslims, the Sunnis and the Shia, they came together to fight against ISIS. So when you say Christians are being slaughtered, what you mean to say is Christians are being slaughtered by Wahhabis and Muslims of all other sects rose up and gave their lives in order to protect Christians. And we would do it here. If we were invaded by, I'm just picking it for the sake of picking it, Germany, the Muslims would stand up and fight for the country. Now, let's move on to the next point, because you said about all of these things about God and this hierarchy and so on and so forth. I, I want to explain this to you really simply, and then we can talk about it as a, as a precedent for where, when we come to other topics. Yeah. Islam was revealed in the pre-modern era. Right. Yeah. In 7th century Arabia. Yeah. Just like Christianity was revealed 2,000 years ago and Judaism 2,500 and so on and so forth. Which means the social structure of that society was pre-modern. The ideas were pre-modern. This idea of jizya, which as you said was a, a, a tax, was because in that time that's what the pre-existing systems of taxation were. That doesn't mean that it's inherent to Islam and has to abide forever. It was a period of time, 1400 years ago, in Arabia that already existed. And again, I'm asking if you don't know about this, please read it. I've written papers on Jizya. I've now got your email. I'll even send it to you yeah, so you can see fine. all the historical uh, analysis on it. Jizya doesn't apply today. It was a historical tax, number one, being practiced already in the wider world. They just adopted it because that was the practice, number one. Number two, the reason why there was a specific tax on non-Muslims was because Muslims paid a religious tax. I don't know if you've heard of this or you haven't heard of it, but we have certain taxes. We There's have zakat. zakat. Yeah. Thank you very much. Well done. We have khums and we have other taxes. So because the Muslims contributed to the state, the city of Medina, the non-Muslims, how did you get them to pay the taxes to the state? So you forced it on them. No, 20%, it, wasn't it was twenty percent, wasn't it? No, it was twenty no, no, percent no, of the lovely. wealth, which Thank was a much. which was a lot back Thank then, you. considering there wasn't no, as much wealth in the world. Twenty percent is upon Muslims. Should I tell you what the jizya was? Go on then. Firstly, there were a number of people who were excluded from jizya. Who were they? Men, uh, sorry, women, children, anyone who's from the clerical side of Christianity and Judaism, the rabbis and the priests, anyone who was poor, and lastly, if you didn't want to pay, you didn't have to pay. And if you paid, it could be as minimal as you wanted it to pay. So, and I'll even show you the Islamic texts where the Prophet and the Caliphs say that. Yeah. And they would stand outside the doors of the Christians and the Jews. And the Caliph, Ali ibn Abi Talib, said to those who were collecting the jizya, stand outside, 
quote, stand outside. Don't stand outside too long so they feel under pressure. If they don't come out and give you the jizya, leave and go to the next door to collect. Does that sound like it's harsh upon the Christians and Jews to pay? Well, they still shouldn't have to pay the protection money, though, should it? Because that's what it it's is. It's protection but it is money. protection money. From what the state? It is do you protection pay, do you money. you pay tax? Yeah, of course I pay do tax, I pay but tax? it's not so relevant. It's an, Islamic, it's an Islamic state. It's an Islamic ideology yeah, that no, are forcing listen, listen. people to pay a tax. So Everything what happens if they didn't pay that tax? Would they be murdered? Not at would, all. Would their not children? at all. So you're, you're sitting here today and you're telling me completely, 100%, that Islam is a complete religion of peace. Whatever I believe, whatever other working class people, normal people, Western people believe religion of peace nor violence. What I am going to say is that there are rules for everything. Just like we have today, if you and I, not you and I literally, if we went to war, yeah. there would be rules of engagement. So Islam puts down rules for engagement. For example, you know, don't kill women and children, don't burn trees, don't burn the XY building. So what so, I'm saying to you is that Islam had rules for a holistic system of living. But what you're worrying about is something that doesn't apply today. You're looking at something from 1400 years ago and going, but it's it, good to take but over. It, but it could. It could. If you look, okay, if so you look. Iran, Iran is an Islamic state. It's an awful state. It oppresses women. I don't agree it with that, calls for the destruction of Israel. It calls we'll for the destruction of next, America. Next. We'll Iran is we'll an awful state. It was good before 1979, we'll, we'll before the Islamic we'll, Revolution. We're not, we're not talking about Iran today. We're talking about Israel and Palestine. But does Iran have jizya? Uh, well, on Christians? Yeah. I'm not too sure. It does it? But they fund Hezbollah that are against Israel, with, 400 million to the truth. What's that to do with topics. Okay. I'm asking a question, Jizya. I've yeah. explained to you how it works. And okay, but they, you, they, they have not... very little rights, do they? No, Christians they in Iran. Rights. They can have, they can have, what do you do? Have you been to Iran? I don't want to go to Iran. They have churches, Iran. they go, Jews have synagogues. Where are you getting this stuff? I said I wouldn't want to go to Iran because I've seen videos of what they're, they're screaming death to the West, especially how they treat Israel as well. And they want to see the destruction of a West, well, obviously, of the only democracy in it the Middle mean East. Death to but the if, West. If, if somebody like I'm me went, for you. okay, if I went to Iran and I openly criticized the Prophet and I openly criticized Muhammad, what would happen to me? I would go to prison. I promise you, you wouldn't. I promise so you're you. telling me I could go there and scream from the rooftops and I wouldn't go to prison, I wouldn't be beaten, I wouldn't. I, I, my I life wouldn't be in jeopardy. I would, I, I would jump to save your life and put myself to, to, to shed my blood before anything happened to you. And I'm saying to you, what your understanding of Islam is, it's coming from a place which is taking certain things out of context or being told things. And that's what I'm here to do. I want to explain to you what Islam is about and what it, what it really represents. Okay. So I'm glad you brought these things up. But I'm going to say to you, I would like you to read other literature besides the kind of narrow understanding of Islam that you've been it's not a narrow understanding, is it? But I've just proved to you from the Quran. Yeah, that that's one verse, though. There's 109 verses here that call for the deaths of people and that yeah, are violent so verses. In a, in a state of war, if you were fighting against ISIS, yeah. do you think the but general... The, but this is, is not talking about wait, ISIS, no, is no, it? No. This is talking about slaying Christians and Jews. Okay, so let's finish this. I'm saying to you, yep. Islam is not inherently violent. If it was inherently violent, then all the Muslims around the world would be being violent. It's one sect that you and I want to but fight against. Go, go, there's no, there's no, there's hardly any peace in any Middle Eastern country, is hardly there? Any look peace at, in any Western country no, in America. But look at the, but it's for me. If you look at, and this is no offense to you, but if you look at Islamic countries, people they value death more than life. It's not, they're not West, and this is the point. For me, sitting here. I don't want have to see. Have you been to those countries? I wouldn't want to go so to an Islamic country because you see things. No, but you see things online. Have... You see the way these people act, and you see the culture that comes over to Britain. For instance, with the Pakistan community, acid attacks, honor killings. These are all being brought over to here, and these are all problems that we shouldn't have in the West.
Our fourth topic is immigration. Correct? Okay. So we'll come to that. So let's conclude with this. Uh, my view, my summarization is that Islamophobia is a dangerous thing. You've seen in the past when there's been a phobia of Jews, they've been massacred in Europe. And that was only our grandfather's Yeah, it was time in the first, wasn't it, under Hitler, yeah? who was allied with the Ottomans. Who was a Christian. But, so he was allied with, but he was allied with the Ottomans. He, he wasn't Because uh, didn't, the uh, didn't the Mufti, uh, was it the Mufti or the Mayor of Jerusalem, he even asked Hitler to come over and massacre the Jews over there? I would like you to show me that. I'd have to get that up, but I've been reading this online. I perhaps should have wrote it all down. I'm sure you'll go home and have a look I at it. You can do. Okay, so let's conclude this. <coughs> I'm saying to you, Islam is not inherently violent. I'd like you to reconsider the way in which Islam actually speaks. You're, you're reviewing 109 verses. No, no, I'm Wait, just saying there that. There are six and a half thousand other verses. Have you read the Quran? I've read parts of it, so yeah. So I would say to you, read it and see that in the context of a specific time of war and read the other six and a half thousand verses about the way in which Islam speaks about non-Muslims. So why do terrorists use these verses to justify their actions? Why do they shout, this is for Allah? Why did, why did Lee Rigby's killer because quote the Quran? Because your government continues to no, pay Wahhabis who continue so, to so the death of, the minds so of So the death beings. of a British soldier is because of our government and not because of the actions of a follower of Islam. Do you not think that... You, even you said that they're partly to blame but, for the... But he's quoted the Quran, and he, he's quoted the Quran after he's, he's killed a British soldier. So it's not the fault of the government. Surely it's the fault of the belief system, the ideology that's got the verses in them. Why don't you call for the 109 violent verses Fantastic. to be removed? So why don't you call for the thousands of verses in the Bible that are violent when Andrus Brevik massacred people based on the verses of the, the Bible. Was it on the Bible? Yeah. Have okay. you said you read his so, but, but the Old Testament, right But the Old extremist. Testament, that's why you had the New Testament. So why don't, as, it, as, it, as somebody that is influential in your community, and you say you want to fight this extremism with me, why don't you call for these 109 violent verses to be removed? Why is it that the Quran is the only book in the world that is as people will say, the, the final unaltered word of God, you could do a lot within your community and you could, you could satisfy the working class community by calling for these verses to be removed and saying, do you know what, we, we are peaceful people, we don't believe in this. Ra rather, than, rather than removing these verses, which will never happen. Why though? Rather than doing that, it would be better for us to fight that ideology that misinterprets these verses. Those verses are there for a purpose, so that they have a historical context help us to understand certain issues when it comes to war and peace. So, it is better that we correctly understand these verses than just wash away at things unnecessarily. The Israeli-Palestinian conflict has been raging for many decades, taking the lives of many innocent civilians and is the source of intense debate. On one side, pro-Palestinian supporters claim Israel is an illegitimate state built on stolen land. On the other side, Zionists claim that Israel does have a right to exist as the historical homeland for the Jews. So when we met at the Al-Quds Day March, um, I was protesting against the illegal and illegitimate state of Israel. And you made a number of points. And my point to you by and large was that this is an occupation. It is a genocidal force. Can I just and interrupt you one second? Do you know how you're talking about an occupation, an illegal occupation? There's been an illegal Islamic occupation of a Christian country for over 44 years. Turkey have illegally occupied Cyprus for over 44 years. Would you not come with me and protest against their illegal occupation I of a Christian to. country? I would love That's to. That's brilliant.
Let me no. know when you're organizing that protest okay. and I'll be with you. In the same way, if you're anti-occupation, yep. are you anti-occupation? Yeah, I don't, okay. I, believe so that why, I, don't, I don't believe that Britain should be getting ourselves into different foreign affairs. I don't support our foreign policy. I didn't support the Iraq war because it led to the lives being lost and it led to a civil war between the Sunnis and Shiites so in if Iraq. if you're anti-occupation, yep. why are you pro-Israel? Because Israel has a legitimate right to exist. Israel was there before Palestine. Palestine was a name given by the Romans when they conquered Judea. So Israel has every right to exist. Israel needs to exist and it will always exist because it's Israel. It's the only, it's the last bastion of hope in the Middle East. It is the only democracy in the Middle East and it's a place where Muslims are safe in Israel. They have their freedoms in Israel, they've got freedom of speech, they can talk. Under the Ottomans, when it was Palestine, they hardly had any rights, did they? So, the first thing is that Israel was created, yep. and when it was created, it was created through European Jews mm -hmm. migrating after World War II, and from the period around 1949, and then again in 1967, and it began to occupy various parts of Palestine. Yep. Since then, there's been genocidal movement to wipe off, ethnically cleanse indigenous Palestinians from that land. So I'm confused okay. that you seem to be anti-Muslims coming over to this country and you're worried about them bringing a foreign ideology, killing people and wiping out people. But it's okay for you to support that in another land. No. So my worry is that what you've misunderstood is that you're applying one ideology here, but you're applying another ideology. But the point there. is, Israel was there before Palestine, Abraham, David. In 1948, when it was established, it was only establishing something that had been there for thousands of years. Palestinians have no right over that land. It's Israeli land, which was stolen from them in the conquest of Jerusalem, 637, wasn't it? Israel has every right to exist and it will always exist. You know, we have to we have to support Israel because they, they care about Palestinians as well. They Palestine don't, they, they don't Palestine elected a terrorist government by the name of Hamas. Hamas who oppressed their own citizens. Palestinians, most recently we had that chat on our Quds Day about when they tried to breach the border and they actually used civilians doing it. Now I know you don't recognize the land borders of, uh, of, um, of Israel and you've also said that you support Hezbollah. You told me on Al Quds Day that you support Hezbollah. Legally you can support the political wing of Hezbollah but we both know there's no difference between the political and the military wing. Hezbollah and an Islamic terror group. You said they were an Islamic resistance group. I disagree with them. Hezbollah have been behind some, of, some awful terror attacks. I mean I've got the list here. We've got 1982, 1983. There's been several. Look, all these, all these Hezbollah terrorist attacks. So surely Hezbollah and Hamas, whose sole goal is to wipe Israel off the face of the earth. How can you, how can you sit here in a, in, and support a terrorist group? How can you support a terrorist organization? So, first things first. The state of Israel was created yeah. in 1948, the Balfour Declaration, yeah. yeah. So if it's, I, I want to understand your thinking as we okay. go in, into this topic. So you're saying that God gave this land to the, uh, to the, to the Jews, correct? Which it did, yeah, it was okay. called Judea, wasn't it? So you believe in God's law and you believe in applying God's law. No, what I'm saying is that I support, I'm not necessarily saying I believe that, but the Israelis this is what they believe. Okay, this so is, what do look, you believe? I I, to get to I, truffally, what do, do, I believe, do, do I believe, believe that Israel... Should be, that, that God's law 
remain supreme. Because if no. you do, then that makes you a supporter of Sharia law. No. Sharia is God's law. I so, don't support Sharia law. I don't so, support Islam. What I'm saying so, to you so is... Do you is support but the, the you, Talmudic law. You take it. I don't support. I don't. I'm not Jewish. But what I do support is I support Israel because there are allies. Yeah, Israel so that saying, is constantly are you under supporting attack. Israel because you believe God gave it. No, I'm supporting because Israel because it, they are surrounded. Strategic place. No, Which one? I'm supporting Israel because they've throughout the years, and I'll have people on here that will criticise me on the right because there's some people on the right that don't like um, that don't like Israel. But Israel has been under attack ever since its formation. As soon as it was formed, you had Arab armies attacking it. 1967, you had six, well, it was the Six Day War. You had Arab armies attacking it. It was it Egypt, Lebanon, and Syria, and they were repelled. So for me, I support Israel because they are constantly under attack, and for me, they are the, the the only democracy in the Middle East, and they support Britain. They support America. So we have to, and they pretty much. Obviously, their religion, Judaism, is a bit different to Christianity. It's actually very similar to Islam with, obviously, kosher, halal, male genital mutilation and whatnot. But we, I, I support Israel because, like I said, they're a democracy. They're a democracy and they're surrounded, in my opinion, by people that want to wipe them off the face of the earth. And we have to take courage from people that stand up for their rights and that defend themselves at all costs. The Palestinians are constantly firing rockets into Israel. The Palestinians are constantly trying to kill Israelis. I know there's, there's, there's casualties on both sides but surely you all of us should be calling for a solution to to the conflict calling for an end to it would a two-state solution suit you or do you con or do okay. you I think we before we go to the two-state yeah. solution we have to come to an understanding about the creation of Israel because we're quite yeah. far apart on this okay so if you believe that God gave this land to the Jews then what you're espousing is God's law through the testaments which means that you basically believe in the equivalent of Sharia law, number one. If you don't, and you're arguing it from a different perspective that says that it's legitimate by virtue of United Nations recognize it and so on and so forth, and it's here and there, then you have to argue from a different perspective. Now, if you're arguing from the second perspective, then that was an illegal occupation of a land. It wasn't there before, as you said. It, prior to 1949, it didn't exist. European Jews who had sadly been massacred yeah. in, in, in Europe by um, Hitler, Hitler and, and others in Hungary and so on and so forth fled and were given this land. That land wasn't to be given. It was the Palestinians land. So that land was given away and these people moved in. Having then moved in, they then went on a war and a rampage and massacred tens of thousands of people. So what you're basically saying is that by you supporting the illegal and illegitimate state of Israel, you're supporting genocide and but massacre. It's not an illegal and illegitimate state. Islam only came to Israel through conquest. This is, I think this is no, a no, big no, no, misconception no. that we understand. Israel is not an illegitimate state. There's wait, wait. one illegitimate state, and that is Palestine, so, a terrorist state funded by terrorists. I if will God never. Gave it to them, I'm not saying. If God gave it to them, then why did they need to massacre? How, who are they massacring? What, what, about, what about the attacks on the Israelis that happened? Yeah, we, we, if you want to come now to like 2018, we're talking about the state of Israel, whether it's yeah. legitimate or not. But you've just it, said it's, it's illegitimate. illegitimate. Because it's an occupying force and it is a genocidal force, which seeks to ethnically cleanse an indigenous population, but, number one. No, but if number that was two, the case... If it's that, not a Jewish no, state. No, but if, a that was, state. if that was the case, then Palestine would have been wiped off the face of the earth because Israel had the weapon. Has. It's not, though, has it? There's still Palestinians pa there. Pa Palestine is tiny. It's like... It's, it's, it's tiny. Yeah. Yeah? That's because all of that land has been occupied and continues to be occupied. Now, 
The next point is that it's not a Jewish state. You're arguing about Judaism. The same way Islam has an ugly ideology in it called Wahhabism, which You're is saying a about politicized, politicized, maniacal belief system. In Judaism, there is the same thing which is called Zionism, which was created in 1890. Zionism didn't exist prior. It was a created ideology, and as World War II happened, it gained pace. So it's not a legitimate force. You're saying to me, and I understand your argument, God gave this land. And I'm saying, great, we can discuss that point biblically. But if you're then saying Israel, Israel isn't a Jewish state, it's a Zionist state. So this is a political movement. So, so, there's, no, so there's no Jews that live, so the people that live in Israel, they're all Zionists, they're not Jews. If you live in Israel and, you, and you believe that that land has been given to you as a political land, that's a Zionist but we've belief, got, we've it's not got a but We've got ordinary people on here from Israel that will watch this and that are fearful of, what, what, uh, of, the, of, the, of the countries that surround Israel. There's over 50 Islamic countries. There's one Jewish state and you're hell-bent on taking it off them. This isn't We're on. not hell-bent on If you want to create a legitimate state where people learn to live side by side, I think everybody in the world is happy. If you want to bulldoze a number of... Uh, thousands, millions of houses like the Muslims occupy, did with the Jewish temples when they took and then Jerusalem. destroy it, we will never recognize that. Yeah, this is the second point it's Zionism, it's not Judaism. You have to separate the two the same yeah. way you can separate Sunni, Shia, and Wahhabi. But there's Jews number that two. live in Israel that might not be Zionists. Number three, number three, do you know a couple of days ago, I mean, literally two or three days ago, there was a law that was passed that created when you talked about the, yeah. the jizya and the dhimmis. And from yeah? So they've actually created a four-tier system of citizenship, which is identical to what Nazis did, did in 1939. So there's an indigenous Jew, yeah. or there is, sorry, there's, there's an indigenous Jew or a Zionist Jew, and in, in, in Germany, you were represented by the government if you were a, a blood German, right? Yeah. And how did they know if you weren't a blood German? because your Jewish forefathers migrated here. So now it meant they could identify the Jews in Europe and massacre them, right? This is called the Nuremberg Laws, yeah, yeah. as you all know from 1939, from 1935, sorry. This is the same thing that's happening in, 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 in Israel. How do you support laws in Israel and call it a bastion of democracy when one group of people aren't allowed to vote? But they're not ethnically cleansing people. The no, group of the people. Question. So, the group you of people are you referring to? The Palestinians. One group of people, Palestinians, are considered lesser than Jews and Zionists. Okay. In their citizenship laws, one, two, they're not allowed to be able to vote. So, how can you say it is a democracy? Well, it is a democracy it, for Jewish people. Okay. So, if, if if Christians tomorrow are not allowed to vote, or Jews are not allowed to vote here in the UK, would you call it a democracy? But it wouldn't happen here, would it? But it's happening. They're, they're in, obviously in Israel, doing it. They're obviously doing it. it for no. They're obviously doing it for a reason because they'll see, and it's the same thing that's going to happen here. The demographics aren't on our side. Yeah, if if that's the, right, if, the had to, if the Islamic to, population to, to creeps murder. up, then they'll take over Israel, won't they? The same thing that's happening here. So what you're saying is, it's okay to have a democracy only when. But, Arab, but Islam cool, doesn't believe. No, like, I'm not saying that. But that. Islam doesn't believe in democracy, does it? Though. But Islam doesn't believe in democracy. Of course it does. Where did you get that from? Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Uh, okay. So but, we've got Saudi Arabia. Saudi we've Arabia got Syria. Islam. Qatar. So Saudi Arabia doesn't represent Islam at all. No. 
The two most holiest sites in Islam are in Saudi Arabia, and you're saying Saudi Arabia doesn't represent Islam? Saudi Arabia does not represent Islam. So who are the people that live in Saudi Arabia? Are they not Muslims? No, that's different. It's, it, it doesn't represent Islam. Uh, but it's not, Islam. because you've just it said Saudi Muslims. Arabia doesn't represent okay. Islam. There are, the there are millions of Muslims. No, I'm, I'm talking factually. There's millions yeah. of Muslims that live in Saudi Arabia, so Saudi Arabia does represent Islam as well, the same no. that Iran represents Islam, the same that Qatar, Yemen, the Iran UAE. Iran has a democracy. Huh? Iran has a democracy. Okay, the, what is it? The Ayatollah, isn't it? Or is it uh, Kamal? Uh, what's Sayyid his name? Kamal. And yep. under that, there is a democracy. So there is a democracy in Islam. You just saw the elections a couple of months ago. In where? Iran? In Iran. So how can you say that Islam doesn't have a democracy? Number one. Number two, in its own history and in the Quran, it has a democracy. For example, the Quran says, فَشَاوِرْهُمْ فِي الْأَمْرِ And... Um, uh, uh, Counsel amongst yourselves in your affairs. So you can have a vote. But that's a Sharia a council, isn't it? But that's Sharia. So Sharia allows a which democracy. Is, which is God's so, law. No, but, so but it's why, a Sharia why? council. It's not, a dem it's not democratic like, it, like England. Well, our system's corrupt anyway. But, it, okay, let's say for the better model, America. That's democracy because here isn't a democracy. It's a constitutional monarchy. Democracy. We're talking about Islam. Yeah. And I'm saying to you, Islam does permit a democracy. I don't know where you get your ideas so from. So why are so and many Muslims against it then? Why are there so many Muslims that protest in the street calling for democracy to end and saying that there'll only be Sharia law and Sharia and law is the only way for man? Sometimes in this discussion, there is one sect that espouses this nonsense, and that is the Wahhabiya sect. So it's just the Wahhabists, it's and not the Shiites. And if we can educate and remove this Wahhabi ideology, then the fears and the misunderstandings that you have would no longer be there. The same things you're worried about and fighting about, I'm at the forefront, but you're doing it from the perspective that Islam inherent, inherently has the problem. And I'm saying to you, but I believe in democracy. I voted in, in the last general election. Who did you vote for? Labour, Jeremy Corbyn, typical. Of course. <laughs> he supports Hezbollah and Hamas, though, doesn't he? Good, as he should, and I'm what? sure he does. So you've just admitted again, you support terrorists, you support Hamas and Hezbollah. They're a resistance organisation. If, for example, Germany came in and took over this land, would you fight? Of course I would. So why is it that people in Lebanon, when Israel incurs into Lebanon, that the people of Lebanon cannot fight for their own lives? Well, why then do you call it terrorism? If you can admit that Germany would be fought if they okay. took over Britain... So, are we, so you're saying that, so Hezbollah, when they blow, they, blow, they blow up the US embassy, when they've hijacked flights, that you're telling me that's the resistance movement, bombing Israeli embassies in Argentina, bombing Jewish uh, community centres? America centers. and Hezbollah are in a state of war, so no, is it all right... But, if America comes and uses B-15 bombers and bombs Hezbollah. But if Hezbollah, for example, retaliates in a particular area but, of a US embassy, that's but wrong. But these are attacking innocent people. They're okay. strategic so, targets so me, usually if, when if, the if, Americans if go Hitler into places. In, if Hitler came in and took over Westminster Abbey or took over uh, Parliament, he, he, he's, he's innocent? I'm not saying he's innocent, So am you have I? to understand, no, there is a state of but, war... But Hezbollah is a prescribed terrorist organisation. make them a terrorist organisation. They are a terrorist organisation. So they are. They believe it? in suicide bombings. What normal, sane-minded person believes in blowing, some, blowing somebody up in the name of a cause? It's absolutely crazy. It's nuts. It's not right. And it's not Western. And it's not normal. They don't believe in suicide bombings. So why do they carry out suicide bombings? We, in, in, in history, it's had this issue, but it's disassociated itself from that. So if you're saying, why are they doing this? They have to stop it. 
I'm saying, great, well, they stopped it, so what's the problem? But they're not, though, are they? Hamas, Hamas. Or okay, don't or, jump or, from conversation. No, no, but we're, no, but we're going Hezbollah. because we've got Hamas and Hezbollah. They're both, they're, you know, actually, Hamas are Sunni, aren't they? They're not, uh, they're not Shiite. But both, every Islamic terrorist believes, or I believe, there's a lot, with suicide bombings. And you have to look at what's been going on. And it is true and it's relevant because it does happen and these people are blowing themselves up. So what I'm asking you is, why, why do people, why do Muslims in particular feel the need to blow themselves up in the name of, as you say, a resistance movement? I don't, I don't agree with the, 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 the way in which you're wording the question. The question is suggesting that this is inherent. And I'm saying to you that these individuals have been suppressed for 50 years have had torture for 50 years. They are going to find any way to be able to get out of that situation. If you lost your family, God forbid, and Germany came in, took over the whole country for 50 years, kicked you out of your house, let me finish, made you live only in, the, in, in, the, um, you know, in your garden or whatever, yeah. and then eventually you found one way to be able to get out, you might do something like that. Now, if you're saying it's inherent to Islam, it's not. When, when, when the, the Japanese were yeah, they were the, plans, yeah, the they kamikaze, kamikaze. Yeah. So it's not, it's a human trend that when you want to do something so badly, you will do anything to be able to fight your oppressor. So that's not specific to Muslims. And this is my point. You keep saying it's Muslims. But it, I'm saying to you, it's not. Okay, but look, how many, how many Christian suicide bombers have you seen? When, when this country was besieged by the Nazis, okay, this country was bombed. You had London being blitzed on a daily basis. There were no British suicide bombers, were there? They didn't go over to Germany and blow themselves up, did they? The same can be said for, for any almost, almost Western if I, wars. If I answer your question yeah. with evidence, then you have to stop saying that it's inherent to Islam. Will okay. you agree? Yeah. Okay, so in Pearl Harbor, yeah. when um, the Americans were first um, bombed by the Japanese, then the Americans, they responded back against Japan, correct? Yeah. And eventually they dropped the two nuclear weapons. Yeah, Hiroshima and... Uh, and Nagasaki. Yeah. In the, before the two weapons, they did a number of um, missions off the boats to go and fly against Japan and bomb against um, like the, the, the industrial areas where the, you know, they were fighting against. What did their captains tell their own pilots? You won't have enough um, uh, petrol, uh, gas, you know, whatever, oil to be able to fly your plane back. If I were you, pick the best spot, fly your plane directly into it. So if you're telling me it's inherent to Islam, I'm saying to the, the kamikaze did it, the Japanese did it, the Americans did it, and they're Christians. So I'm saying to you, the Americans themselves even believed in suicide bombing. So, so, where, where, so I'm can not you advocating get, can you suicide get, bombing. I'm can saying you get that up for me? But they're not strapping bombs to their chest and What's doing the it, difference are they? Between... There's a huge difference when they're doing it because they're... Listen, don't, listen it's, a, it's a suicide mission, isn't it? They fly a plane and instead of landing it or, and then allowing themselves to be captive, they prefer to drive but their planes. But there's, still a difference. but there's still a difference. That strategic military bombing, it's not strapping a bomb to yourself, going into a pop concert and blowing up children, is it? The, in, That's uh, for Hezbollah. You're talking about Hezbollah. Yeah. So I'm saying oh, to you... But it's still so suicide bombings, which are relevant what, in Islam. Against, against the US embassy. Yeah, so you've, got, you've got the US embassy. You've got, okay, the I'm Kuwait bombings. I'm not bombing. I'm just saying Argentina, to you Argentina, uh, we've got here, Islam. Flight 901 that was attacked in Panama. We've got, what was this, 2006, Rudy Ram was responsible for the attack, so that was the one in Cobra Tower. So Beirut barracks bombings of barracks have killed 150,000 in one bomb from Nagasaki. 
and Hiroshima. Don't tell me that Islam is inherently bad. There are bad people on all sides. Yeah, I agree Our with that. Our job is to make the world better, me and you. Yeah. yeah. So we are not against each other. We are trying to find what this problem is and then create a solution. But for me... And I'm that saying to you that there is a problem that exists and we can highlight it. And if you and I can say where it's coming from, then you and I can deal with it. Since September the 11th, 2001, critics of Islam are quick to cite recent terror attacks around the world as proof that Islam is inherently a violent ideology. That is to say that 1.5 billion Muslims around the world subscribe to the violent ideology and are on a quest for global domination. On the other hand, Muslims have consistently condemned terrorist attacks carried out in the name of Islam and encouraged people to turn to the teachings of the religion rather than the followers of it to better understand the ideology. So how do we tackle the Islamic terrorist problem? Because it is an Islamic terrorist problem. How do we do the it? The same way we deal with Western terrorist problems. When was we it? have to be able to so educate people. So you're going to say Joe Cox we and Darren Osborne. Darren Osborne, who was, under no circumstances do I support what, support what he did, he got 43 years for a man, to, by all accounts, was having a heart attack. He shouldn't have done what he did. Then you've got the killer of Joe Cox. That's two attacks compared to thousands. I think there's how, how many thousands of terror attacks have there been carried out in the name of your religion? I'm not saying it's you, but there is a massive and problem and, many, and we need to address this. How many millions of attacks have been done in the name of the West, in the name of Britain or America, across the entirety of the Middle East? But we don't say the West is inherently violent. It's a government ideology that is selling arms, therefore it has to be violent. But we don't call the West violent. No, because they're not carrying it out in the name of religion. But they're Be carrying out in the name of Western democracy. No, it's still the same. It's, it's an not ideology. Though, because people... Look at the... OK, we'll take the IRA, for instance, OK? They were on a mission, right? Their mission wasn't a religious mission. It was, a, it was about the country, about unifying Ireland. People from the Islamic community are blowing people up with the agenda of this is for God. This is what we need to address. This is what I don't understand. Okay. I don't understand people so that I will kill answer? people in the name of religion, something that may or may not be real. George W. Bush. Yeah, when idiot. He, when he, absolutely. When he attacked uh, Iraq in 2003, what did he say? Islam is um, a religion of peace after the 9-11 attack, but carry on. But what did he say? We are doing this in the name of Christianity. No, he said it was a war on terror. One statement I'm saying to you, if okay. you go back through his archives, and you can just, in the break, in five minutes, you can YouTube it. Yeah. He said he's doing this in the name of Christianity. So his war was a religious war. So don't tell me that Christianity cannot be weaponized the same way Islam cannot be weaponized. But you have crazy people existing in the world. But that doesn't mean that Christianity is inherently violent. But it wasn't, a, reli it wasn't a religious violent. war. It was a war about oil. It was a war about taking Not for control George w. of Iraq. Bush. But it was, though. Look, because look at what they did in 2003 when they invaded Iraq. Tony Blair and George Bush had already drew up the plans to invade Iraq before. If, correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't Saddam Hussein switching from selling oil from petrodollars to petro euros, which would have devalued the American currency, correct. hence it would have made America weaker? So we know there's corrupt elements of our government, but I've had, just uh -huh. please let me. Let me make this answer point. The question. I've had, I've spoken to Sunni Muslims who will say, yeah, well, these attacks are happening because of what your government do. You're saying, so you as a Shiite are saying to me that we don't believe the attacks that are happening. So you're completely different. We don't believe the attacks that are happening on your people are because of the actions of your governments. You don't support that, do you? I'm saying to you that the attacks that have been done, let's, let's take, for example, um, the British Empire. The British Empire was done in the name of Christianity. Yep. And it massacred half the world. 
You're in agreement with that. From well, I wouldn't say it was Hong in the Kong, name of Christianity. All, it was. It was, I would, it was, the, Brit, it was the British Empire, but they treated their own citizens awful as well. Not at all. It was well. done in the name of Christianity. And, I, and during the break the in a minute, I, I, will come, I will go to Google. We'll find out all the names. Yeah. They didn't spread in the name of democracy. They did it in the name of Christianity. You know why? Because they said that Christianity is inherently superior to every other belief. Therefore, we need to, um, we need to uh, civilize these people through Christianity. When uh, the slave trade was done, it was done in the name of Christianity. So are those things inherent to <laughs> You're saying about the slave trade? You're saying no, no, about wait, the slave wait, wait, trade, don't, don't Britain, when we were the first country to abolish it, but you're mentioning the slave don't, trade. Don't jump no, no, but you wait. are because the Arabs and the Ottomans were the biggest slave traders in the world. You've got black Christians being sold in Libya by Muslims. That's slavery. We can come to all these points. The entire um, movement of the British Empire, done in the name of Christianity, massacred hundreds of millions of people. The entire movement of slavery, done in the name of Christianity, from the Americas, all the way to Central Europe. Thirdly, the last few wars that have been done by the West on Iraq have been in the name of Christianity. I'm asking your audience, go and YouTube it now. Just type in um, uh, George W. Bush, Iraq Christianity. See what comes up and see his own statements. Will you then say, will you admit that Christianity is inherently violent? Mm, I'll have to have a look at it before okay. I admit anything. So, so on we, the if, break, we'll have a look. If, we, if I'm able to prove to you these three things, I'm asking you in front of your audience, but if to, I can prove these three things, that they were done in the names of Christianity, will you say Christianity is inherently violent? One second, because that's one person. That's one person. We're seeing... The whole of the British no, Empire. No, hold on. How is it the whole of the British Empire? George what we're W. Saying Bush, is, Tony so, Blair. So these are government figures. We're seeing non-government figures. Right. So ordinary, ordinary citizens, ordinary Islamic citizens that are killing people in the name of religion. And ordinary I can't Christians be... have massacred half the world in the name of Christianity. Are you going to accept the so Christianity? Brit so is? British soldiers massacred people in the name of Christianity. No, yes. British. No, they didn't. British soldiers. Okay, if I can prove to you, will you British accept? soldiers fought wars for our government, and British soldiers should be respected. They're not massacres. That's separate. Okay. If I'm asking you a question, if I'll have a look. If I can prove to you that the British Empire was done in the name of Christianity, and massacred hundreds of millions of people. Will you accept but the British the Empire? But the British Empire was done in the name of Britain. No, it was it, in the name of Christianity. It was done in you. the name of Britain. Okay. The British Empire. So if, I can, right, so if I can prove to you otherwise, we'll have a look. And if no, I'm asking you. No, no, well, I'm saying I'll have, I'll have a look at it, and we'll come back in, and we'll discuss it after. If I can prove to you that slavery and all the massacres that were done for slavery against blacks of the Caribbean sides and the rest of that part of the world down to India, if they were taken in the name of Christianity and civilized in the name of Christianity through that massacre and that trade, will you accept that Christianity is inherently if you violent? That if you accept Islam is inherently violent, I will, because it, but they're both. Are. But they both. No. Okay. Christianity is a beautiful religion. Islam is a beautiful religion. People sometimes become wild. So I've got three things Go that I want to be able to present to you, and you can just have a look at them. I'll pass them on to you. So the first one is um, here that... George W. Bush from The Guardian says... How can you take The Guardian for it's news? It's a quote of It's George The Guardian. It's The Guardian. We don't read it, fake news. You can search wherever you want. George Bush, God told me to end the tyranny in Iraq. But that's one so, man. Wait, wait. That's one man. Right. That's so, one man. Right. So one man yep. who is killing hundreds of millions of people Not in the name of Christianity. Wait, hundreds of millions? Well, you don't... Well, tens hundreds of millions. Hundreds of millions. Ten, right. Sorry. I was, I was thinking back to the... Um, uh, um, British Empire. Wait. 
President Bush said, I am driven with a mission from God. God would tell me, George, go and fight these terrorists in Afghanistan. And I did. And then God would tell me, George, go and end tyranny in Iraq. And I did. Mr. Bush went on. Now and now, again, I feel God's words coming to me. Go get the Palestinians their state and get the Israelis their security. And by God, I'm going to do it. Mr. Bush became yeah. a born-again Christian and is one of the most overtly religious leaders to occupy the White House. So he did this massacre of tens of millions of people in the name of Christianity. Okay. Number one. Number two, Christianity and colonialism. Christianity and colonialism are often closely associated because Catholicism and Protestantism were the religions of European colonial powers and acted in many ways as the religious arm of these powers. But we raise living standards across the world. Okay, so it's okay to massacre no, no, half the wait, world. If you're, hey. No, no, but if you're reading quotes... Wait, I, let no, up. wait, let me let get me this on. I am one of the servants of Allah. We do our duty of fighting for the sake of religion of Allah. It is also our duty to send a call to all the people of the world to enjoy this great light and embrace Islam and experience the happiness of Islam. Our primary mission is nothing but the furthering of this religion. Osama bin Laden, May 1998. Gaza. Who, as, Muslims, as Muslims, we, speak for Islam. as Muslims, we don't. George Bush doesn't speak for Christianity. It's exactly. the same argument. As Muslims, we don't believe in states' borders, and most certainly not in Israel's right to exist. We have to focus on imposing the rule, rule of Islam wherever we are to signal to the infidels that their support of the enemy is useless. We go on. Gaza. Our conflict is not an Israeli-Arab conflict. Our struggle is not for a Palestinian state. We are seeking the world. We are seeking the whole world. We are seeking a confrontation against all the Crusaders, all the Christians, all the infidels until they adopt the Islamic religion, who's, until they follow. Oh, don't wait. Until they follow the Sharia of Allah. We are not interested in Palestine. We are not interested in Tel Aviv or Ashkelon. What is important for us is to see Islam rule in the world. This who is the religion that? of God. This is Abu al Anya al Ansari. And, and just one more, one more, one more quote. O enemies of Allah, we have heard and seen openly insulting the final messenger of Allah. You should know forever, that for every action there is a reaction. Today is a day of retaliation, especially for your blasphemy of Allah and his messenger Muhammad. We love death more than you love life. That was a letter of explanation from six Muslim devotees who were admitting to blow up and, uh, well, admitting to plotting a bomb, and a bomb attack on Christian critics of Islam. They, we could go, we could go yeah, across every religion. So what you need to admit though, what you need to admit though, Okay, is Islam by this, by all the quotes, you, you've picked George Bush. Can you bring any other Christian, Western Christian leaders? Yeah, Tony Blair. Tony Blair, but he was he, Tony Blair, didn't he convert? No, actually, didn't, Tony Blair's sister converted to Islam, didn't she? Or was it his wife? His sister. His sister. And I don't see her doing any harm to anyone, but... Except, Blair, except going Tony, after, except going except after Tony British Blair. army veterans that have fought in the wars and then she's so, going after them. So, how did Christian slaveholders use the Bible? They used the Bible by stating that the sons of Noah, one yep. of them was cursed to be black, and therefore black is lesser than white. If I don't that, believe that, not right, at all. Right, but that's my point. So someone can say anything and attribute it to the religion or misinterpret a verse. But that doesn't make the religion itself bad. Do you understand this, Okay, yeah, right. Or you don't understand no, that No, point? no, no. But, so, okay, let's bring it, let's bring it forward into the 21st century. Let's bring it to 2017. Let's no, bring it to no, 20... Wait, I, no, because we have, go, to, uh, wait, we have to. We have to. I'm I not going to admit Do that Christianity accept? is inherently violent. I am not going to admit that. You're not going to admit that Islam but is inherent. Christianity massacred half the planet. Muhammad get... massacred 600 Jews in a day. Arabs have been waging war on Christendom. Look at Andalusia, Spain. Look at the invasion. 
Thank God for people like Charles Martel and Vlad the Impaler. Thank God for the gates of Vienna. Thank God for Serbia because they repelled it and they stopped Europe from becoming an Islamic caliphate. I'm saying to you, as much as there have been bad actors in Judaism or in Christianity or in Islam or in any other religion or in any other ideology, be it capitalism, nationalism, they exist. But that doesn't necessarily mean that the ideology itself is going to be violent. Otherwise, all Christians would be violent, all Jews, all Muslims would be violent. You have to learn to be able okay. to separate okay. the you, What you're saying there, it's got a very valid point because people. you are making a very valid point. In recent years, the right-wing movement has been gaining steady momentum, propelled by the election of Donald Trump and several right-wing parties gaining popularity across Europe. Many of those who claim to be right-wing or even far-right argue that they are defending their national beliefs and feel under threat from increasing immigration. However, many people also believe that the surge of right-wing populism is the new face of fascism. Did you see what happened in Worcester a couple of weeks ago? Did you yeah. see the protesters? Did you see the protesters? I'm going to come to this. The you guys were actually crying. Me, not me. Calling themselves Nazis. Who? You stand with those people. No, I don't. I will show you the video. Your people started... Your people, that's, oh, that's racially profiled, Your isn't people, it? your group, that people, that group that you represent of Tommy Robinson... Tommy Robinson's not EDL. You call him EDL. You've just said it your there, group that group. Your people were chanting, we are Nazis. No, they were, they were chanting, you can shove your Islam up your ass. That's, that's what they it. were chanting. But then they were violently attacked by Muslims. They were chanting, and I've got the video, that they were saying that they are Nazis. I say, I don't support Nazis, so show me the video. Okay, well, can, can someone... It's, it's on my phone. I just want to um, know why they're our people, or his people, because that's, that's not right. I'm not a neo-Nazi. When I say your people... I'm not a neo-Nazi, and I'm certainly not far right. Okay. The people my who support Tony, Tommy Robinson yeah. in the Worcester demonstration two weeks ago were shouting that they were Nazis, and they preferred to be Nazis. If... If that's the case... Please, get me the proof. I someone, want to see this. Someone have to, to, to find it, because it's on my phone, and my phone's being used. Just sh search the Worcester... Um, uh, How are they our people or James's people? I don't get that. Right. When I say your people, I mean the people... Yeah, who just, yeah let me make it fine. ...supporting the people who are supporting Tommy's movement. But that's not Tommy's movement. That was a people protest against the mosque being okay, built. so do you disavow uh, yourself from Nazis? Of because course, Nazis we're not Nazis. Well, how comes part and parcel of the protest movement on, in behalf of Tommy Robinson... Is, is Nazi, shouting Nazism. For example, a couple of weeks back at the um, pro-Tommy demonstration when Git Wilders was speaking and, and all those other crazies. How's Gert Wilders Avi, crazy? Avi, Avi Yemeni. Oh, he's one of my good mates. Avi Yemeni's one of your good mates. Yes. Do you know what he stood up and said? Have you got the video? Do you know what he said? What did he say? He said, I'm a Jewish Nazi. It was I'm in retaliation to what people... I was with Avi Yemeni. No, listen, listen, listen. Because this is a very valid point. Let me finish, point. Point. Let me finish this. Avi, if you're watching, mate, get the video and send it. Me and Avi stood there. There was eight of us against thousands and thousands of stand-up-to-racism anti-truck protesters. I was violently attacked. They were calling Avi a Nazi. He had a kippah on his head, so to wind them up, to give them a bit of, ooh, he said, yeah, I'm a Jewish Nazi. In that group, Avi, there were Nazi signs, people doing the Hail Hitler sign. No, there wasn't. And not at all. The, in that group, in that group, in that group there was Worcester eight of people, us. Yeah, of this Worcester. is Worcester. This isn't London. No, I'm saying there's two different protests. The one in London when Avi Yemeni said... I am a proud, I'm a na proud Nazi, a Jewish Nazi. Do you even people know how silly that sounds like? People actually celebrated it. 
When but, people were in Worcester, they were shouting as well that they are Nazis. But how can you be a Jewish can, Nazi can, when can, the Nazis were responsible for the deaths of over six right. million Jews? He said it to get because a reaction Nazism, from the leftists. Nazism is a violent ideology they wish to destroy. The same as Islamism. And Zionism wants to do the same thing. And the groups that you are associated with, broadly what speaking... What groups am I associated uh, with? Let's say the, the, the far-right ideology that you're espousing, what, how am I far which is anti-Islam, okay. which is blaming a small minority of people for everything that everything... Uh, so if it was Christians, people, if it was Christians that were going around blowing people up, screaming God is great, I'd have a problem for, with... For, but for they're not doing it now, but they're not doing it, are they? It's only followers of Islam that are doing this at the moment. Since how many times have your government funded but, violent jihadists and then actually gone to war with them and massacred millions of people? Right, roles, so, roles the, are reversed. You can Western, say that about Iran. $400 million to Hezbollah. Is, why, is violent. How is but it? I don't put that down to you personally. I'm not putting it down government. to you. I'm saying it's your. there's a problem so, within your belief system where followers of said belief system... Look, why are there... Your belief so, system, if you're going to align yourself with people claiming to be Nazis. Who's a Nazi? How's Abu okay. Yemeni a Nazi? He's Jewish. Your, your friends... Um, your friends. The people who were um, protesting against Tommy Robinson two weeks ago in Worcester were shouting that they were Nazis. Protesting yeah? against Tommy? For, for Tommy But Robinson. the Nazis hate Tommy Robinson. Well, that's not what's happening in the videos. The Nazis hate Tommy. Do you know the first thing that Tommy Robinson did? No, no wait, Clive. Yeah, it's, it's not about Tommy, but no, the first, thi the first thing that Tommy did was you. burn the Nazi flag. You, you, We're not, we don't need to talk about Tommy. We what do. we'll talk about... That's far-right right stuff and that's on the agenda. Tommy that's, is that's, not far-right and we'll end the conversation now. I support Tommy. No, I you, certainly you, don't speak for him. I'm not asking you to speak for him. I'm asking you to defend your views. And you have protested on behalf of Tommy Robinson, yes or no? It's not on behalf of him. It's so what did support. you do? Uh, well, the protest. The protest was about freeing Tommy Robinson. So you want to free I'm not, a person I don't, I don't want to talk anymore. to ban Muslims from this country? He doesn't want to ban... Yes, he no, does. No, we'll when leave he it. spoke but to Trump, Trump, Hold on, hold on. But this is... Finish. Yeah. I'll quote him. Let me quote him. But we're not talking about... We don't need to talk about Tommy. It's James Goddard, me and Jaffa Ledeck. I'm what? representing the Islamic position. You're representing yours. And I'm asking you, James... You went on a protest and led a protest to free Tommy Robinson. I didn't lead a protest. Tommy is someone who has said, and I quote, in his discussion with Muhammad Tawhidi six months ago. He's a brilliant imam. He, he's not an imam at all. He the imam of knowledge. peace. Well, I can call myself the imam of peace. It doesn't make it true. You can call yourself Bugs Bunny. It doesn't make <laughs> it true. So when he was speaking to Muhammad Tawhidi, he said, and I quote, I want to ban all Muslims from coming into the UK. That is the equivalent of what the Nazis wanted when it came to expelling Jews, indigenous Jews of Europe, and ultimately they got massacred. So he is a fascist. He may not be a Nazi, So then, he's a so fascist. is every single Islamic country that has a ban on Jewish Israeli citizens is no from entering them. Egypt, Lebanon, where else? Saudi? Egypt is I one of the Iran. closest traders. Oh, no, actually, sorry about this. They've just made up. There was a video recently, how many years ago? About a year and a okay. half. So there is accept... a ban on Israeli citizens entering Islamic countries because they don't recognise the state of Israel. Okay. That is fascism. Brilliant. So if you're, saying, if you're saying that's fascism, 
then you also have to accept then that Tommy is a fascist. Do Tommy, you I don't want to talk about Tommy. I want to you talk about this. Talk about Tommy it. is not a fascist, and I don't. We're talking to, about a far right ideology. I don't is need Tommy to talk. A fascist? No. So and I don't you, need to talk about said, Tommy. Wait, wait, well wait, done. How's said. the discussion gone on to Tommy? We were talking about Islam. We were talking about terror attacks. That's what the discussion should be. No, like I said, I, I don't movement. speak for You've Tommy Robinson. To I don't speak for that I'm movement. I am speaking for myself. Right. And I, this is Why what I'm you saying. you support someone who wants to ban an entire demographic of people, which is the exact same ideology that was espoused by Nazi Germany in 1945, and massacred a number of millions of Jews. What is the difference between the Nazi ideology and Tommy Robinson's ideology? Tell me. Tommy is not a Nazi. I don't want to carry on talking about it. Okay. Hold, on, hold on, hold on, no, hold on. You're saying about, you know, Muslims being banned, uh, obviously banning Muslims from entering the country. Have you not, like we said, have you not seen the amount of terrorist attacks that have took place in Europe? Trump's got a t uh, temporary travel ban. On Muslims entering I'm against those 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 um, those terrorist attacks, they're despicable. So, 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 but how, so this is the root cause of the problem. problem. So you're not going to let in people from Somalia. You're not going to let in people from all these terror. Well, obviously, terror, all these states that have got a problem with terrorism. They hate us. They hate the West. Islam hates the West. That's why you seek to subvert us. That's why you seek to oppress us. Again, Tell me, Islam how is a religion. It cannot hate. The do you West, have freedom of speech in Islam? Yes. So you can criticize your prophet. If there's something to criticise, then... But, no, I'm asking you, can you have, in your religion, freely, without fear of your life, can you criticise Muhammad? So the Prophet himself, before he passed away, yep. in the Hadith, he came out yep. and he said to, some, uh, said to the people, he was in his last days, he said, I'm leaving this world, going back to my Lord. If I have done anyone any harm, or I have hurt anyone purposely or inadvertently, you can come to me, tell me about it, and I will take account with it. So if the Prophet himself allowed for him to be asked that question, why is it that you're saying that I myself could not put that? So why is there blasphemy laws against, against criticising Islam blasphemy and Muhammad? Blasphemy isn't criticism. You do understand what blasphemy but if it's is. Blasphemy, speaking it, ill of the Prophet. Say, no, 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 no. Okay, okay. You, you give right. me your definition. The same blasphemy laws that exist in the Bible. Yeah, but right? we're not talking about the Bible. We're talking about Islam. Right. In the Quran, there is not one verse that says that there's any blasphemy law, that anyone should be killed. I will give you this book right now. You can take it home, whatever. Yeah, Ask I'll... your friends to Google it. Find me one verse of Quran. I don't need talks... to look in the Quran. We look at the right, countries. So look, Pakistan so, enforced blasphemy laws. Either no, we're talking about they... Islam we or are, Pakistan. But Which we are because Pakistan is an Islamic country. No, it's not. So it's not an Islamic country. Okay, listen. So let, Pakistan wasn't created as an Islamic state for Muslims that couldn't live peacefully side by side amongst Hindus. It doesn't have Sharia law. Just saying it's But it is an Islamic state though, isn't it? The majority of people that live in Pakistan are Muslims. You're talking about Islam. I mean, I can't talk about Pakistan. I'm not asking you to, but I'm asking you to accept facts. No, I'm asking you to hear me out. Okay. The Quran, yeah. which is the book of Muslims, yeah. does not have one verse which says anyone who blasphemes against God should be killed or the Prophet should be killed. In fact, it actually has the complete opposite. There are more than a hundred verses where it says that the Prophet was mocked, he was abused. For example, the actual word in, in Arabic is yastafzihu, that they, that, they, that they mocked the Prophet. Yeah, Who mocked? What, the pagans? The pagans, 
the Christians, the Jews. So was that before he became powerful or was that after he became powerful? In both Mecca and in Medina. He okay. was abused. So he was Simeon. peaceful in Medina, wasn't he? he the was peaceful, peaceful everywhere. So he don't, but what, everywhere. Can you explain Quranic abrogation for me then about the verses that cancel out the previous verses? Uh, abrogation yeah, sorry, means I mispronounced that when the that. circumstance change, that verse is no longer applicable. And you've highlighted that with these 109 verses. That this was so every one of those are cancelled out by a specific to a time that when they were in war, those verses were revealed. Now, now you have to accept this. Point no, I am. I'm listening as well, I, I, mate. I'm I want listening. You, to, to, you talked about blasphemy. Yeah. There are verses in the Bible that are talking about blasphemy. You accept that? That says kill people who do blasphemy. Yeah, I accept there's in violent the, verses in the Old Testament. I'm not Quran, denying that, not Quran, at all. There is no verse of blasphemy. In okay. fact, it actually has the prophet being abused and the way in which he dealt with them. Can I show you a verse in the way yeah, in which he dealt with you them? Can, Would you yeah. mind? Yeah, no, no yeah? problem. Because so yeah. you said you've read part of the Quran. I want to show you maybe parts that you may not have read, okay. if you don't mind. That's fine, mate. So I'm going to show James um, chapter number 18, verse, uh, I think it's number four. And there's many other verses, but I'm just showing you one as an example so you appreciate No problem, uh, mate. Verse Honestly, number six. Let's have a look, mate. Verse, Sorry, number, verse six. number six. Yep. This one. Yes, thank you. Then, Read it out loud. Then maybe you will kill yourself with grief, sorrowing after them if they do not believe in this announcement. Thank you. Can you read it again slowly so everyone can then hear Then, maybe you will kill yourself with grief, sorrowing after them if they do not believe in this announcement. Surely so we've made God on that. Reveal to the Prophet. Yeah, you may be so sad that people are mocking you, abusing you, don't believe in your announcement. You may be overcome with grief. But don't kill yourself. No, it doesn't mean literally kill yourself, it's a translation. I'm giving you the proper translation okay, yeah. Yeah, from a Arabic. No you problem. may be overcome with grief. Those people who are rejecting you. Yeah. Is that a prophet that's saying, you guys mocked me, I'm going to kill him? So, number one, I I'm asking you, number two, please find me a hadith where the prophet killed someone based on him being mocked by them. So that's not Islamic. So is that, so would you say that's culture, country, different countries that enforce blasphemy laws like in Saudi Arabia, because, like in Pakistan? That's what yeah, I'm asking yeah, you. So it's yes. not, okay, so it's not directly to do with Islam, but it's happening in an Islamic country. There are narrations that talk about blasphemy. Yeah. And that's a disputable point. In the Quran, there is no verse of blasphemy. But, but you accept that there are Islamic countries that will, that will punish people for blasphemy. But, but it's not, I'm not saying it's, it's in the Quran, but there are countries, that, okay, course. majority, yeah, so that's what, that's that, what, yeah. We know that, but again, that's not Islam, so I'm asking you always to differentiate culture okay. versus religion. Apologies and, for that, so, right? the, apologies, so it's the, it's the countries, that, um, so Muslim majority countries, so it's their, it's their governments, it's their dictators that are actually enforcing these laws. It doesn't come from the Quran, it doesn't come from the Sunnah, it doesn't come from the Hadith. There are Hadith to do talk about blasphemy. I'm saying yeah. that openly to you. But I'm saying to you, the Prophet himself never executed someone for blasphemy. And in the Quran, yeah. it doesn't permit, it doesn't say the blasphemy exists. That's an Old Testament idea. Yeah. Right? I, I accept so, that. So, so those things, I, I need you to understand that what you think of Islam sometimes may not be what I understand of Islam to be, or a scholarly understanding of Islam maybe. Okay. But I, I'm going back to something that's really important, if you don't mind. Yeah. And, and that is that when, when we talk about, and I'm not going to talk about um, Tommy, because we don't want we, we don't need to talk about Tommy. I do want to talk about Tommy later on, but I don't want to talk about Tommy now. The people who are representing Tommy and supporting him, they are being funded by the far right. And I think you'll accept that Breitbart, Bannon, it's far right. Yeah, these people who are funding Tommy are far right. So if Tommy is working with these people who are extreme far right, who are Nazis, who are talking about fascist ideals, 
And Tommy is accepting to be working but, with these people and but, to be funded by but these But Raheem Kassam used to work at Breitbart. How is he a Nazi? He's an ex-Muslim. No, but we're not, I'm not saying but no, he's but a fascist, isn't he? He, he believes in blaming a group of people and getting rid of a population of people from a particular area. And you've said, if that happens in Muslim countries, that's fascism as well. And I'm accepting, and I'm saying, if, pick a country, Saudi Arabia is um, fascist towards Christians. I'm saying I accept in Saudi yeah. Arabia, as an example. So then you also have to accept the same principle that if it happens here, it's also fascism. And I'm saying to you, the Steve Bannons of this world, the Daniel Pipes of this world, the Mercers of this world, they are funding to the tunes of hundreds of millions to set up these organizations. And Tommy is working with them. And that's absolutely correct because you know that his legal case was funded by them. And is I don't want to talk them. about his legal. I'm, I'm not talking to, about, about any legal issues with Tommy. To I'm not talking about Tommy. I'm, not. I'm, I'm talking. You to accept but if you're saying the far right, the far right is funding him. So therefore, if he's accepting to work with these people, then he himself is also a fascist. So what about Therefore, the far left and the Islamic out? charities? Why what about, what about Jeremy Corbyn? No, no, but it's the same thing. No, wait, wait, wait. We can come to all these points. I'm asking you a question. You've asked me loads of questions. I've answered them. I'm asking yeah. you this. If the far right is funding Tommy, and Tommy is someone who's being helped by them, you went out to protest on behalf of Tommy. I'm saying Tommy is a fascist. That's your opinion. Yeah. But, and I can prove it. And the proof is, is that he's working with Steve Bannon, who's an open fascist. He's working with Daniel Pipes. He's being funded by, by, by the Israeli lobbies. So are you saying Trump's a fascist then? Of course. Are you kidding How me? How is Trump a fascist? Are you being funny? No, no, I'm being serious. Being Trump serious. is one of, Trump I'll was put that, in the White House by, Trump is one of the greatest in, people that has ever lived. He will go down in history as the greatest president. And I wish, I really do wish we had a Donald Trump in England. I really do wish that. If we had a Donald Trump in England, this country could be saved. Yeah, I, 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 I would be threatened on the streets everywhere Why would I you? Go. Just like so, uh, so hold on. So when this goes out and when I walk out of here and when I check my inbox and when I've got threats from the Islamic community after this, that, that, that's all right. Donald Trump, Donald Trump Thanks. is a man of integrity, honor and passion. You have to love Trump. He, he, can't you see what he, how much okay. good he's doing? I, I'm still waiting for a question. Okay. The far right is working with Tommy. Who are the far right? I just named to you. Steve Bannon, Daniel Pipes. He is being funded by the far right in his legal case and so on and so forth. You don't need to talk about his legal case. You went and protested on behalf of Tommy because you agree with Tommy's ideology. Maybe not everything, but by and large, you're on the same, same wavelength. And as you said in the interview with uh, Mohammed Tawhidi, he said this, and you're in agreement with that. If he is funded by the far right, which he is, which is a fascist ideology, why then do you support a fascist? But anybody that's right of Stalin is considered far right. Anybody that, anybody that loves their country that speaks, about, uh, speaks out about the injustices. I, I love my country. No, but, so you love Britain? Of course, yeah, I love brilliant, every country. Brilliant. But so what I'm saying is the far right, I get labelled far right. Every normal, even normal working class citizens are labelled far I'm right. You. No, but Why do you openly support a person who is directly supported financially you want to and know why I support Tommy? Am I allowed to answer this? By, by, by fascists. Do you know why I support Tommy? I support Tommy because that man has been through more than enough. That man for over 10 years has exposed everything that has been going on in this country. That man is the voice of the working class. And personally, that man could lead this country. So he, he could become prime minister. He's certainly not a fascist. If we want to talk about fascists, we want to talk about terrorists, we look at the far left, look at Antifa, look at Jeremy Corbyn, look at John McDonnell, Diane Abbott, Naz Shah. 
Tommy is an ordinary working class man that has sacrificed his life to bring the truth to people, to report on the forgotten stories. He's not fascist. He cares about this country like he, every he other... He said, no, quote, wait. all Muslims should be banned from this country and Muslims should not be in this country. He believes that Islam is an inherently violent religion. He is anti-Muslim, which is the equivalent to what Nazi Germany did being against a particular faith. So Muslims are anti-Christian and anti-Western. But I'm not anti-Christian. I'm not, okay, so, just so you, you so you're, so you're the exception. So you can't just say, oh, the far right. Oh, I'm, ordinary I'm working he, class people. He, Tommy, I'm asking you Ord about Tommy. Yeah. Tommy is anti-Muslim. He's not anti-Muslim, not at all. He he's not anti-Muslim. He is not anti-Muslim. He wants all Muslims to leave this country, which means that he is targeting a minority of people, but you're not which a is fascism. It's one element of fascism. The same way the Nazis targeted the Jews. Do you know what? I don't Let's flip it. If you lived in Iran and a load of Christians started attacking you and, and attacking your way of life and blowing children up it's in popcorn... It, no, but it's I'm true not, because you, it's you, the same thing. You've got thing. to interrogate if, me if, for, for a whole hour and a half. We don't need to talk about Tommy anymore. Like I said, I support yeah, that. The supporters man. of Tommy are uh, doing this. No, do they're you not. These, do, I, do, seen have it. you not I've seen, seen people infiltrate in these marches to try and make us look like Nazis to discredit this movement? Because this movement. Do you think there's infiltration? Of the, course. Okay, so when, when, when in the United States of America in Charlottesville. Oh, yeah, so you're going to say the white supremacists saying we will not be replaced. Yeah. We will not be replaced. Yeah. What, you don't think that's worrying that they're saying Nazi slogans the same but way that white, they did We don't support white supremacists. And Donald but Trump. He is supported by white supremacists. No, but you could say about Muslims, you could say about Islam supported by is Islamo-fascist people that solely believe in Islam. Right, so now the penny is dropping. Because you might have an Islamo-fascist in your words, yeah. those individuals exist. That doesn't make Islam violent. The same way, in your view, not every white person is violent. But I'm saying to you, I'm seeing thousands of white people walking with Nazi that's in signs. America. That's in America. And that... here, I've seen it in Worcester. Worcester, I'm for it Worcester in there was about 15 people that were there, and they were violently attacked by people. And the, the and aim are of you that protest. Of course, I'm not a Nazi. I don't are believe you going to in it. Fa fascism. I don't believe in fascism. I don't believe in Nazis. But the group that you're associating with do. Oh, do you understand that? He's not a fascist. He, do you know what? People get labelled these things all the time. Do you know we had a speech? Uh, the Brexit rally where we tore up all these labels because we were sick of being labelled. We are just working class yeah, people. It must be horrible to be labelled. I get labelled all the time. Yeah. I get labelled Islamophobic, yeah. racist, exactly. transphobic, Islamophobic. Um, you just called me anti-Britain, anti-West. Huh? You but Islam anti is anti-British. How can Islam, something that was created 1400 years ago when Britain didn't exist well, as, a, as a name, okay. how can Islam Because be it's incompatible with Western civilization. How's it... How, okay, let's talk, if we'll talk about Islam, okay, so right? And I did want to prepare these for you. As soon as you, you disavow I don't, being with Tommy, who is a fascist... I will never stop supporting forward. Tommy Robinson. I will okay, never so stop you, supporting you, you him. openly support a fascist. He's not a fascist. So then why is he calling for the removal of one minority population from the entirety of Britain? How many is Islamic fascism? terror attacks have there been across Europe? It's not... Same, it, no, but ordinary work... Go out with less, me. Come terrorist no. attacks they've been done across the entire world. There's been 33,582 separate Islamic terror attacks since 9-11. years of British and American empire. But There's again, been 1,400 years of Islamic that. conquest. There's only been 12 I, I, decades I, I, where I there was blame. no jihadist attacks. There's been 2,000 years of massacres being done in Christianity. My point again is that's not really Christianity. 
Yeah. Christianity is a beautiful, sacred but, religion. But people, but Jesus never murdered anyone. So people are taught Neither to em, emulate the uh, emulate um, emulate Muhammad. Muhammad did murder people. This is what I'm trying to say. So he long murdered as you, the... James, continue to espouse the beliefs of someone who is openly fascist, this causes a problem. Because it means that you cannot accept that a person is calling for the radical extremist. He's not. But you can't accept Islam's violence. Of a whole demographic of people, which is essentially the same as what Nazi Germany did to our Jewish brethren in 1939. You're calling for the removal of Israel as well, of the Jews from Israel. That's what that's what the sole goal of Iran is. They want to destroy Israel. The sole goal of a country. So what? So what do Iran say about how they're going to flush Israel? And speaking of our Quds Day. When, when on our Quds Day they were singing about flushing the Jews into the sea, they were also singing Manchester, was, la la la. I, I they were also there. singing Death there to was, Tommy there Robinson. Was no one singing Death we, to Tommy Robinson. We no heard. So about, why was I getting death threats? This was the point after you, me and Clive walked up there. I've got people going like that to me, and with people shouting Manchester, la la la. I don't believe it. A huge topic of contention in recent years has been that of immigration. The influx of migrants to the UK in the latter part of the last century and the more recent refugee crisis has seen the ethnic demographics of the UK gradually change over time. And whilst Muslims make up only a portion of those migrants, many within right-wing groups subscribe to the narrative that immigrants are leading to the Islamization of Europe and quote-unquote changing the culture of Britain. The topic of immigration is one of the main concerns of the right-wing movement internationally and has led to harsh policy being implemented in America and arguably anti-immigration sentiment was a major factor in the British public's decision in voting to leave the EU. What are your thoughts on immigration? My personal thoughts on immigration? My personal thoughts on immigration is that, well, hang on a minute, I mean, okay. My personal thoughts on immigration is that we have one world. Yeah. People should live in harmony. People should be free to travel anywhere in the world for any positive reason. So do you believe, would you, do you believe in open borders? Personally, yes. So long as, that doesn't mean that there's no passports or security yeah. checks. But I do believe anyone in the world should be able to travel for any positive reason, education, See- Work. Yeah, so you basically, so you believe obviously the, the current system how it is, but you just have to check people as they come in the country, their passports, and perhaps check their records before. Do you not? I mean, I my personal opinion on immigration is, um, I think there has been a bit too much in the UK. I'm not against people coming here anyway, as long as they, as long as they've got the necessary skill set or, or what we need in this country and what we need in this country at the minute are nurses and doctors, which a lot of them come from Asia, don't they? A lot of them come from the Arab world. So for me, I'm like I said, I'm not overly against immigration i just believe that it be con- uh, it should be controlled i don't believe we should have 282,000 or 300,000 people a year coming into britain because i do believe it's changing it's changing the it's, it's changing society and it's changing culture having said that you do need immigration for a strong economy so i mean my personal like i said my personal opinions are In which way has the culture of britain changed the culture of britain well we've seen a lot of different nationalities moving here so we've got a lot and this this is not racist not prejudice mm-hmm. but as an englishman growing up in leicester i've personally seen my town center change beyond recognition um, to the left-hand side is a place called St Matthews, that's a Somalian area, to the northern bit of Leicester, Evington, um, that's a lot of the Pakistani community. But how has the culture of Britain changed? Because we're obviously... What culture did you have 30 years ago? Well, not, okay, not culture, today? okay, so say, say when, when we become a minority 
in my own city. That's, that scares me. That scares me. It's in not which city is there minor, in which Leicester. city are whites minorities? Leicester, Birmingham, they're London. Not at all. Yes, they are. The demographics don't show that at Leicester, all. Leicester, Birmingham, Leicester, we are 44% of the population. Okay, and the majority is what? It'd be Hindu, Asian. It is the, not, right. not, so not white British. So that's a number of different demographics. Yeah, that's so but we have been, yo, but we are the you minority are the, because we're forty. We, we've and gone from being sixty percent of the population to forty-four percent of the population. Right, but still, London still, as still well. The London, no, London as well. We're, we're uh, London white, uh, whites are the mi minority there. It's not about whites, I should say, okay. but about so British again, people. What, what has changed in Britain 30, 20 years ago that? In, you know, immigration is done today. Well, if you, if you look at the European Union, look at open borders policy that we've seen from it's the, not the EU. Question I'm asking you said yeah. you're fearful of British culture changing. Well, British so culture is changing because Give there's. Me an example. Okay, so here we go again. So we'll go back. We'll go back to Islam. We'll go back to Islam. We'll go back to the Islamization of the country, of the mosque, and just worrying about immigration, uncontrolled okay, mass migration. I'm not. Was, yeah, and I'm saying it's how culturally. Cool it has changed culturally. We've got, we've now got grooming gangs, grooming gangs, terrorism. That's not a culture change. Okay, so that's not cultural. So, so you, you, said, you, said you said grooming gangs and terrorism was nothing to do with Islam, so it must be a cultural thing. So the culture you of Britain terrorism changed. Terrorism from Irish terrorist dissidents, IRA here. Yeah, Muslims. there was there was that, but it, this is so this is complete. This, this is completely you had, different. You had that. And now you have a different type of terrorism. So which culture has changed? Okay, terrorism? so what I'm basically what I'm saying is what we are. What have we brown the, people done that has changed? I'm not. It's not against it. brown people. It's not against you anything. You said Hindus it, and there's Asians nothing wrong in with Hindus. There's nothing I know, I know wrong there with. There isn't, but you said these. Yeah, and all coming, I'm saying so what, is, as, as our country, no, as our country ourselves, this is Britain, right? We were the majority in this country. This is our land. Our ancestors fought and sacrificed their lives for this land so that we could reap the benefits of it. All I'm saying is, it seems like we are being replaced as a population. And if you look at the demographs, you will know that I'm not wrong. I'm not against anybody. All I'm against is people that use an ideology to attack people. That's all I'm against. I support immigration from anywhere great. in the yeah. world. Okay, great. So just to clarify, the only thing you're against is when there's uh, violence to attack people. The only thing I'm against are grooming gangs and terrorism. I couldn't care, and, and paedophilia, which there's white paedophiles as well. I'm not saying it's just a problem within, uh, within. So how many times have you been on demonstrations, your groups talking against white paedophilia? Well, let's arrange one. Yeah. Let's do, I'll, I'll come let's back, do we'll that. shake hands yeah, and I'll do, do it. We'll let's do it. Let's do that. I look forward to when, it. When can we arrange it? Because I'm, I'm being I'm, serious. I'm here for a month. Yeah, but uh, I, I, it needs to be that you're against white paedophilia. Yeah, well, okay, white paedophilia, and then we'll do one against Pakistani Muslim grooming gangs. We're, we're both against the same thing. Brilliant. Right, so we're on the same page here. But I'm asking you, what has changed in British culture that makes you fearful of immigration? I'm just saying, I'm just saying we're being replaced. There's not, you know, there is mass migration into this country. 300,000 people a year have been moving into this country. Tony Blair opened the floodgates, not just from the EU, but all over the world. This is what I'm saying is English people, if you look at your, uh, look at London, okay. look at when Birmingham. When you say you're being replaced, yeah. I just want to clarify. So you're saying the white I'm indigenous... Not, no, not like that. I'm saying the populations of Europe, you, surely you must have heard of the Great Replacement Plan. There's over 200... This is why all these migrants are flooding into Europe. This is what we feel, that all these migrants coming here will outbreed us. Why is that a bad thing? Because Europe's, Europe is ours. This is Christian, you know, this is where, this is yours. the birthplace of Western civilization. Europe, America, the West, this, right. is, this is inherently Western. Okay. So, so we do don't. Know the definition of racism. I see is, you're going to say I'm believing one's race is superior to another. I'm not it, saying that. You're believing that this land, this Western land, 
is for you. So what about and the Arab not... land? No, no, wait. I, I'm, you know, I don't, I, I, if I ask you a question, you can't jump points. You said, and I quote, this land is ours. Yeah. Therefore, non-people of that colour or that culture are not welcome here. No, I'm not saying that. You're That's British. This is your land as well. This is your land as well. You're British as well. So this is your land. But you want to stop I just be, other I, people. No, coming. I just believe that we should stop immigration permanently. Why? Because the country is full. We're a tiny island. We're a tiny island. The NHS is failing. School places are full. We need to... As a are, are they failing because of immigration or because the Tory government has made such massive cuts over the last eight so years? So if there's 300,000 people a year moving into a country, how can you plan... That's just the official figures. I agree with you. I don't support the Tory government. Not at all. I don't believe in cutting any public service. But do you really, do you really think Labour are going to be any better? Yeah. Because the whole concept of socialism is to fund people. So you're a socialist? No, I'm a Muslim. So you do, do you believe in social? If you voted for Corbyn, you must be a... I mean, he's a communist. He's not a communist. That's just a slander. But let's okay. carry on topic. Let's stay on topic. I'm proposing to you a question. Why are you anti-immigration? And I'm saying that the reasons you're giving me is you're saying, this is our land. You do realise that when you say this is our land and therefore others are not welcome here, that is the textbook definition of racism. So and this are, is are, our the are the Saudis racist? Yes. So are, are all the Islamic countries racist? Because I don't see them opening the floodgates and allowing millions of Christians in. I don't see them allowing people in. Did Saudi Arabia let in any Syrian refugees? Yeah, they did. Saudi did? Not Saudi, because we are both against Saudi. Yeah. But the other surrounding countries took them in in millions. I'm living in Iraq when I'm not here, and I can tell you millions of refugees have moved in across the Middle East. In um, Jordan, in Lebanon, in Iraq, they're housing them. So when you say there's open borders, there are. They are looking after those people. And who displaced them? Your government, yeah. who was giving weapons to ISIS. Blair, Blair yeah. and Bush, so, and I agree so, with you on that, so mate. So there's this issue going on here. But if you're saying to me that other people are not welcome now, now that this country has displaced millions of people in Syria, but you can't, and then you for can't them to blame, come over you to look, find a better sorry, life mate. here, yeah. you cannot blame them after this government but, has But no, you can't, you can't put that on the working class people. You can't blame our government's, our government's actions. So you can't inflict that on us. So your against the immigrant community. Your angst and my angst, we it's should against, be joining we hands against the government. But why do I see you as anti-immigrant? Because... When you should be anti-Tory. No. Anti-war. I'm anti-Tory. Anti I'm anti-Labour. I'm anti-establishment. I don't. Tr I don't believe in right the now, establishment. Right now, our dialogue is yeah. you're anti-immigrant, um, not in the racist no, sense. Not anti-immigrant anti at all. Your, I just believe. To come. I believe that this country has been has had a lot of immigration, a lot of immigration. I believe that it should be controlled. We should Prior only. To the war. We should only were, bring. Were Syrians coming over here? Syria. Or were they happily living in their lands? They were living, I'm not agreeing with what went on in Syria. So, that was that so was your, that was orchestrated by. But then why should refugees. they come here? Why shouldn't they go to an Islamic because country? Because your country bombed the hell out of them. Right. That's why. So if you, not you, no, collectively but, the country, but that a corrupt, but ISIS, the establishment, not the country, corrupt yeah, yeah, elements yeah, of the great, establishment. Right. So, so you and me shouldn't be anti-refugees. These people but, walked ten thousand miles 
to get something from the people that yeah. bombed them in the first but place. But no, but no. But and that, you're going to begrudge them that? No, because this is the definition. An asylum seeker, a refugee, is supposed to uh, take asylum in the first safe country they reach. We are an island north of Europe. No, so why should we have any... No, it is. Look look it up. An yeah, asylum no, seeker. Yeah. So why should we have any asylum seekers, any refugees here? If people want to come and live in this country, that's fine. But you need to prov provide many, that how, you can work, how, how you can pay your Britain, taxes. How many have Britain taken in? Do you know? Well, 12,000 Syrian refugees. Yeah. That's nothing. But we shouldn't Wait, have took them in in the Germany first place. Germany took in one million. Yeah, and that's that's going to be the downfall of Germany. That's why. You that's just said immigrants come here. They no, are. Listen, listen, they no, are listen. doctors. They're nurses. But, no, but they're listen, engineers. Have you not, have you not seen that? Have you Which not seen what's been going? No, have you not? There's obviously good and bad. But have you not seen that what's been going on in Germany? You've not been hearing the stories about the nurses that are reporting what's going on. Have you not seen the attacks that have been taking in place in Germany? That's Which why. Attacks? That's why the AFD. Well, look at the mass rape of women in Cologne. Over two thousand women you, were raped. Have you even have you read that that wasn't that was debunked that it's like debunked. the stories of the um so all the, the rapes all the rapes that have gone on the murder of an eu official's daughter that's all fake news is it no i didn't say that the murder was a fake news i'm saying if you'd actually read go down even into the wikipedia page and read yeah. that the majority of the people who were witnesses who were giving their witness statements didn't attribute it to refugees or people of ethnic background so for you to say that Either that's a racial profiling. It's not racial or profiling. It's maybe you misunderstood that story. Okay, I'm, I'm arguing. Please go and reread the story, even the one that's on Wiki with all the different links to can, the different. Can, can you not see why people are concerned, right? That Give me if, the concern. Look, wait, so listen. Let me, tell, let me tell you. Please. You let in a million Syrian refugees, right? The demographs when Islamic people have four. Was it 4.7 children to our 1.7? Can you not see? That and it's even the German politicians have admitted it. Germans will become a minority in their own country. So can you not see why people are worried about that? Because we don't want to live under, and this is what we have to understand. We don't want to live under Islamic rule. We don't want to live under Sharia rule. Because look, I, I, I've wanted to answer about this because I know you're you're Go an on. educated man. Go on, please. Um, let me get it up. Because this is part of the immigration discussion. Well, no, this and, is a bit you're, about. You're worried that Muslims are going to come here and turn your country into a Sharia state. Yeah, of course I am, yeah. And, and, and I'm it, saying to you... But look at what's happened. In the British High Court, they used a Sharia ruling just this week. Do you not understand how, how terrifying that is? To have what that, was the ruling? Um, it was, I'm not entirely sure. I read the headline. Let me get this. Uh, it was... Uh, here we go. Here we go. One second. Sorry about this. So the, um, in the Surah, Sharia law, right? Um where it says here, women's testimony is worth half of a man. Um, Do you know the context of that? No, I'm, I'm just asking, can you explain to me what it yeah. means? Adultery, a so, hundred so, lashes, wait, 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 is wait. it relevant in today's society? If that's, because Let's you see that in verse. Indonesia, yeah. yeah. So a woman's testimony, yeah. at a time when they were completely illiterate, at a time when they were disempowered from society, yeah. at a time when they didn't know anything about, say, the court system, now Islam is giving them those rights, saying okay. that they are full human beings, equal in society, go and do what you want. Read the whole verse. If she forgets, read the whole verse. Read I've only got, verse. no, this, oh, this is the bit I got down. Uh, so you're quoting half a verse? No, I just put it on there. This is what I was typing. This is my was, problem the this whole was time. What, you're no, quoting half this was what was typed Islam. up for me. What I'm saying is, so if a woman's testimony is worth half of a man... Well, who if you're, type if, that up if, for you? You should tell them that you're they need to do a If you're saying, Shari so... If Sharia law came into place, would it be adapted to come up to date with 21st, same seventh, um, sorry, 
uh, it came about in 820. So would it be the same? Would it be the same as back then, or would it be updated into a so, system? So the verse says, and then I'll come yeah. to that. The verse says that if a woman who previously was completely disempowered from an Arab society has now been given the rights to go and testify, earn everything, if she forgets, get a second person to back her up to help her in her testimony because she's going to be nervous speaking okay. in front of a judge. I think that's not. No, that's helpful. Woman, yeah, that's, that's actually helpful. empowering so a woman. When, so if that's what, how, how progressive, hear me out on this point. Yeah. If that's how progressive Sharia law was in the 7th century in Arabia, when here in Britain the suffragettes only managed to get, get the equality vote a hundred years ago and uh, less, yeah. can you imagine how progressive Islam is? But then why are women, why are women, uh, we'll refer back to Saudi Arabia again. No, no, don't refer to Saudi Arabia, no, because... refer to Islam. You quoted a verse and I'm okay. responding and I'm so... saying, if Islam in the 7th century yeah. was so progressive to give a woman equal rights, help her in the court to be able to, to give her that empowerment as a human being, so... which took the West, which you love and you think is the beacon of all civilizations. Okay, well how come you managed to do okay. that 80 years ago? Hold on. Islam did it... So... 1400 so, years ago. But you're saying about women. You're so and against the Prophet Muhammad. Whereas women then were given so much by Islam that you guys okay. didn't give it here. Can you answer me one? Can ago. you answer me one question? As a Sunni, as a Shiite, sorry. As a Muslim. As a Muslim, no, as a Shiite, because I've been told this is very important. Okay, cool. The difference between a Sunni and Shiite. What do you believe about Muhammad and Aisha? No, I'm asking you. I'm not trying to be insulting. Just asking you because I've heard conflicting stories. There are various narrations. Yeah that say that Aisha was married to the Prophet between the ages of nine all the way to oh, 17 18. and 18. Yeah, and did she have a child or was she... Because somebody... I heard some... No, she didn't have a child. No. Well, before the Prophet? Yeah. That's because it. they yeah, said, yeah, it's because a narration, they, it's disputed. Okay. Different narrations. The Sunni community, by and large, take that she was nine. Six. And a Shia, by and large, takes a different set of traditions okay. to say she was 15 to 18. That's separate. Yeah, no, right? I, I just wanted to clarify for my own. And yeah. just one last thing. Um, no, wait, wait. I'm asking you. I, you haven't answered okay. my question, please. Before, before we move on. I said, I think we need if to wrap Islam is anyway. so progressive 1400 years ago to give rights, 1400 years ago before the West, and you're worrying about Sharia, if Sharia is properly applied in the way in which the Quran is describing, can you imagine how progressive the society would be for, for but people? But it wouldn't be when they're chopping the hands of thieves off and adulter an adulterer is getting a hundred lashes. My, my, my friend. And, and, no, but I can't, friend, I would never imagine, agree with Sharia law. I'm sorry, that's just me no, as a no, person. Listen, listen, that was a Arab law that was partaking at that time. Imagine, you know how wide Arab, Arabia was as, as a desert? Yeah. So you traveled for three months to go and get um, a trade caravan. And then you come back and all of a sudden someone jumps you yeah. and comes and steals everything. You've taken three months away from your family. The yeah. penal code of Arabia at that time was that you would punish someone by cutting off their fingers yeah. in order to ensure that they could never thieve again. So would that... that was a pagan law. That's not a law for so 2018. Why, so why is it in... Yeah, so what I'm saying is, so Sharia law is not, it's not applicable with the 21st century. It's the other way around. Sharia, by its definition, should be driving progressivism. No. I think we'll agree to disagree, but no, I've enjoyed this. Uh, I've enjoyed this discussion. Well, I would never. I just want. I just want to say something to you. Please. Me and the people that probably follow me. Well, not follow me. That stand side by side amongst me. We never support any violent action towards anybody. We peacefully protest, and we do it because we care for our country and we care for the future of our children and our grandchildren, as I'm sure you do as well. 
I want to thank you personally for even speaking to me because there's been a lot of people, not people that necessarily follow me, that said about this debate and what, and what but you've, you've, been very, you've been very accommodating. You paid for this room. You've had a decent discussion with me. You've not spoken down to me. Your friends have been very nice. And I've actually enjoyed talking to you. And I think if we could get as many people as possible engaging in dialogues within the different communities, then we could see both of the problems that are in both communities. I'm not saying my community is perfect. What I'm saying is there's problems within both communities. And like you said, we need to come together and work on these things. So if we can arrange a protest against paedophiles, white paedophiles, Pakistani Muslim, uh, Pakistani paedophiles, sorry, then let's do it. But I want to thank you tonight for even, for even having this discussion with me. And uh, like I said, I hope I've cleared up a few things, misconceptions that you might have of me. You've given me an interested intake on Shiite Islam. And I, I, now, if you could find me a Sunni, a Sunni um, imam or sheikh, um, I'd appreciate it. I don't think they'd be as hospi uh, hospitable as you, um, but I think that's the difference between the two. Thank you very much. I'll conclude with a couple of words as well. Firstly, thanks to you. We've had an ongoing dialogue, you know, even behind this and stuff. So thanks to you for coming down, to all your friends as well, taking time to drive all the way. You're all from Leicester, so you've no. travelled a little bit of a way anyway. So thanks to you for that. I appreciate it. I've genuinely enjoyed the dialogue. And even my dad said, you've got some really good points. You know, you're being positively aggressive in your points, and, and I uh, commend you for that. My conclusions are the Muslim community feels very under threat Okay. And we are very worried about the rise of fascism. The same way I want you or you and I want to stand up against, say, paedophilia gangs, which we will do. Yeah. I want to invite you to stand up against the far right and wherever you see fascism, wherever you see the abuse of a minority or wherever you see that a minority is being scapegoated, that needs to take place from you because you're a leader to many people here. And what's happening is it's a gateway towards fascism. Fascism doesn't happen overnight. The same way in the 1930s, it took a number of years. Mussolini massacred tens of millions. Yeah. Um, Hitler massacred tens Franco. of millions. And so on and so forth. Thank you very much. You have to understand that some of the people that might be in your side of thinking are in a very dangerous mindset. And the same way you expect from me to speak against violent tendencies that are coming from Muslims, I also need you to be at the forefront of disavowing and being a tip of the sword against the violent tendencies in the indigenous British community and the whole Western community that is joining together in the far-right movement. So I thank you again. And actually, I'll say to you, I'd like to have another discussion with you. We can do it in a month's time or something. Yeah. But I think this should be the start of something and not just the end of it. Yeah, yeah, no problem. So thanks again to all of you guys. Thank you, thank guys, you. for having me. God bless. Have a safe journey home. You too, mate.